Genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today, as always, with your usual panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to spoil them for you. I'll also give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything you haven't read. Our top stories today are Pulp by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips and X-Factor by Leah Williams and David Baldy. And there's a creative team we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, both of those, actually. Those are, those are some classic teams that we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, how y'all doing? Pretty good. Uh, it seems like there's, some, there's been some positive feedback to the interview with uh, Justin Richards and um, Val Halverson. Seems like people are into that. So Yeah, so if you haven't listened already. Go so do that. No more, go check it out. No go support interviews. those dudes. As of today, Finger Guns number four is out. So go buy that. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. It's super good. We're going to talk we about it. We've got, we've got more interviews. Uh, well, we've got at least one more in the can that's coming your way. Yeah. We're going to keep we've trying to do this as often as possible. Um, so, you know, yeah, who knows who, what that'll actually yeah. mean. With uh, whomever but, uh, <laughs> we got to talk to Box Brown, yeah! which is super exciting. I wasn't sure if we were going to like debut that here or not. Um, I mean, we might as well. Yeah. We should start we talking We might as well. It. Yeah, I was going to start um, blasting social media shortly after this airs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was, so we talked to Box Brown. That was kind of our impromptu. Awesome. Instead of doing an in-store signing that we usually do with the downtown store, we got to talk to him. And it's super good. He talked to like, he gave us a lot. Like he, yeah, he, was, a he was very generous with his time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that's going to be cool. Check that out whenever that comes out. Um, oh, I was also, to, to plug another thing, I was on an episode of the Discography podcast. So my buddies Jeff and Jeremy do um, a rundown of the entire discography of Death Wish Records. So oh, if you cool. like Converge or Hardcore or Metal or any of that stuff, you should go check out their podcast. It's awesome. Uh, but I was on episode 20. And I bring it up specifically because the listener question of the day on that episode was who would win Kool-Aid Man or Juggernaut? Oh my God. And we had, we had a very interesting discussion and I'm very curious what you guys it's would have to say about that. It's not even close. Uh, but I'll let someone else go. Cause it's, it's just so, well, it, I, I think that depends. Kool-Aid is Man the is sentient so part of the Kool-Aid man, the liquid inside, or is he the pitcher? That's on the exactly outside? what Jeff no. said. I, I, hate, I hate that argument because he's both. You're not your blood or your skin. That's exactly uh, what I also, said. <laughs> the, the, the juggernaut could just break the glass and both his yeah, blood and his so skin brittle. are now separate and he dies. The juggernaut. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, but is that how the Kool-Aid man dies? We don't know enough about Kool-Aid is, man's physiology. It, yes, he dies. The liquid, uh, here, here, here was their answer because I said juggernaut immediately too, but their answer was close. if the liquid is sentient and juggernaut drinks the liquid is he now possessed by the kool-aid man no that's not how anything but he works doesn't, but he doesn't it, it, it is in turtles because uh <laughs> leatherhead <laughs> ate Stop. krang and now krang is controlling leatherhead we're gonna get to that yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a good oh preview for... Stop it, no. so while we're talking about science fiction nonsense what, why would juggernaut well... drink his enemy. Because he's I li- thirsty. I like how this is the absurdity that uh, RJ can't stand, but he's totally fine with someone called Upside Down Man. 
Just totally, yeah, he's totally fine shit. reading DC comics. Yeah, but this wow. is just too much for him. Brutal. <laughs> Fired off the port side. Yeah, I just like we couldn't come to a conclusion on that episode either, so I needed to bring it to you oh, no, guys it's to come up with. Yeah, it that is juggernaut. Exactly. Discussion over like the Hulk. I mean, yeah, like he, aside yeah, the mechanics of Kool Aid Man's off. blood, yeah. Juggernaut <laughs> is a extremely powerful mutant. <laughs> I also I also asked Brian at the shop at the oh, downtown store, guy. and he gets his powers from a magic gem. God. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I confused the, the gem Jugger- of Sean. I'm sorry um, that I thought Juggernaut was a mutant because he's only an X Men. My not bad. Not even on the island. <laughs> well, not yet. So, but no, but so I talked to Brian about this, and his his input into this debate is that he's like, no. The question's already been answered. The Kool-Aid man is the jar. Because canonically, there is there's a commercial for Kool-Aid where oh, that's right. he's he's in the shower and then he adds the like the the, the powder to himself to create the Kool-Aid yeah, juice. That's messed up. I know. Which is like What's well, him putting on a shirt, a right? He puts in different colors. If he wants to be a different color that day, it's like him putting exactly. on a shirt. He just yes. has to dump some. So powder he's the jar, in. so all you have to do is kill the jar. Done. So juggernaut. Well, what if what if what if uh, Kool Aid Man like hops on the Juggernaut and like captures him, so he loses all his momentum? Is like Juggernaut's only power, or he steals the Gem of Sidorak, and then you just have a bigger problem. He can't. I mean, you steal it. It's, he's I don't know. Slot. He doesn't like <laughs> pluck it out of his chest. <laughs> I love how serious this conversation just became. Yeah. No. I I, there's there's canonical evidence it. for all of these uh, things. For the fucking Kool Aid Man, get out. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a fun question. Yeah, I like no, it. I was I was really pleased that, that somebody brought that up on a hardcore podcast. I was like, yes, somebody, this is my turn. <laughs> I don't know enough about hardcore to actually contribute to this. I don't know why you asked me on here. <laughs> I, I was once asked the same bizarre what if question, like after meeting somebody, to two totally completely different people, and it's been bugging me ever since. Was it because they were like years and years apart too? Or the <laughs> no, it was like it was like a, a classic icebreaker, but it stuck. When I was asked originally, it stuck with me for years, and then we had like a new hire at work, and he asked that question. I was like, "Hold up, dude, hold up! <laughs> Who are like, you? I've been thinking about this question for ten years, and you're like, anyway, the question is, would you rather like? There's always a, it's a rising scale of money to see like how much money it would take for you to take the money over the thing, but the thing is, I always called it pocket deli. What is where happening? You have a superpower where at any moment you can reach into your pockets and summon anything that you can get at a deli. What's the question? Does that Would you rather have that or let's say two million dollars? That. No. Does that no, mean Okay, money, what about money every time? Ten, ten million dollars. Wait, does that mean that you could get um like things that are only on the menu, or can you get like a knife? It's just like if you're in a the deli. Well, I, you can get things that you can buy at a deli, but Dude. at the at the time I was asked this, I was living in New York, and you could get fucking anything at a deli Dude, in right? New York City. Also, I could just reach into my pocket and get a fucking sandwich. But yeah, I could also sandwich reach in my fucking... pocket and get all the money that I have and go buy shit at a deli. But then, like, yeah, no, but but the, the, the money will eventually run out. This doesn't ever you, run out. But then yeah. you have to fight crime with. Bologna. You can buy so much deli meat with two million dollars, Adam. It'll go yeah, bad, and then it's all gonna go bad. But like, <laughs> I could also I just mean, pull. Like, I mean, for the rest of your life. Yeah, but there's a difference. My, my whole thing though no, is you can turn this into money, and the way Absolutely. I would turn it into money is a lemonade stand. Also opening just, a deli, obviously. Yeah, just yeah, just building a lemonade stand and then just write deli above it so people walk up and be like what's your deal it's like what do you want a ham sandwich 
and they're just like, Boop. it's like, where did you just get that? It's, it's like, like, it's not important. It's, it's I'm not going to eat the hand sandwich, sandwich that comes out of your pants. I 100% <laughs> am not going to eat that. It's like, it's like any, any meat for five cents. What? How does the health department investigate your... Are, are you on a What is there approved? to investigate? I don't even own a store. Are you FDA approved? The big question is, is absolutely who the hell is making this food and where do they exist? <laughs> now, po- the pocket dimension in your pocket. Is there a way to obviously. get the food without is that slave labor? Like, we don't know anything about these people. <laughs> how, no, it's how magical. Windy. It just magics out of nothing. How windy are your pockets? And like how protected are the meats? It would take a lot of money for me to give up the ability to reach you, into my pockets and you, have a sandwich at any time. Yeah, I, personally, I don't think there's an amount of That's money. Incredible. I want the pocket deli every time. Can you summon them in like in like wrap? Like, because I don't want like lint on my. Yeah, well, obviously meats. it'll be wrapped in the paper too. That's how you get hoagies at a Literally, deli. Yeah. I would rather have five dollars than to have that ability. <laughs> You are nuts. You know how many sandwiches you can get with five dollars? Zero sandwiches you can buy with five dollars. I think I with guess just don't deli, like deli literally meat all of them. Yeah, but <laughs> delis don't have just deli meat. They have can so you, much shit in a deli. Can you like make it so like okay? So is it is it your pants that activate it? So like, can you flip them upside <laughs> down and put them into a like a mortar? And then, like, See, it, it's it's more metaphysical meat? than that because I I I I had fallen into that trap too. It's like a bag first, of holding, like, but a, de- for like, a deli. Is yeah. it is it only a specific pair of pants? And oh, if I wash no, them, what happens? Like, no, it's like soggy be... sandwiches. Yeah, right. I just assume any ass? pockets you have turn into like a deli bag of holding. That's all. <laughs> right. That's what I assumed. Yeah, it's it's a bigger on the inside kind of pocket dimension, yeah. but it's just a it's just a deli. You're just grabbing things out of a deli. A hand just comes out of a New York deli. It's just you just grabbing shit and it comes back out. <laughs> it's like, I don't know where it comes from, but it comes in all the and time. It keeps and it just grabs shit. random shit. Every time someone get orders an Italian hoagie, bloop. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess I got to make it again. The giant hand has other plans. <laughs> because it has to exist in all times. Because it can't be one deli at just when you reach in and it goes in at the same time. Because it won't always have what you're waiting for. So it has to exist across time. Yeah. All right, we're too many minutes into this. Let's talk about comics. <laughs> too many right. minutes. Yeah, do any of our comics have a deli in it? <laughs> I'm I am not sorry at all that I derailed this so we're hard. Bad amount. I, I was like, I was like, I should open up the, I should open up the the pocket oh. deli jar yeah. in this in this conversation. <laughs> See where that goes. I'm gonna. Okay, well, I guess we'll just spin right into. There's a. I feel like we always talk about magic, so I'll just talk about the magic book first. Oh, nice. There nice, we go. Nice uh, transition. That's, Very good. Magic seems to be our number one topic. Uh, you only have two magicians on the show, Sean. Uh, one. I don't consider myself. <laughs> I didn't say good magicians. You have zero good magicians. <laughs> no. I quit. Speaking I'm, I'm going birthday parties. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Black Magic number 12. Greg Rucka and Nicholas Scott. So Black Magic is back. Um, please at us and tell me if you remember issues one through 11. I remember that there was a character who was a police officer. Yes. Uh, and she is also a witch. Yes. And she investigates some kind of c- trap crime. And then there's a rival gang of witches and or other magical Coven. beings. Coven? Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if they're a coven. I'm just Parliament saying. Of witches. A group and, of a, a gang of witches by and definition. They're, anyway. And they're trying to kill her, I think. 
And through twists and turns, this issue opens up with her at May Day. Was it Casey? Yes. yes. Um, but she's sad from what happened, but we none of us remember. <laughs> it's had uh, something to do with her partner. Her partner is is like no longer shit. nice to her. I don't. I I need to honestly read issues one through eleven because they were great. Highly recommend. It's just been many years. Yeah, like exactly. Multiple yeah, years. this has been on break for yeah. like two years. I think the Easily. last issue came out. It's been a long time. Yeah. So this is like almost reading a new comic, which just started with a bunch of people reveling in May Day, um, except for our main character, who's sad. Ro- Rowan she's, Black is her name, she, by the way. She's a sad bear. I remember that much. Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm not going to talk about much about this book, but basically on the backdrop of witches and her coven and all the stuff that was going on with that, she's actually, she's a police officer as well, and this issue she seems to be a bit more brazen with using her magic to help solve crimes where before i felt like i think if i remember right she was like a little more hesitant she didn't want to find out but like basically they go investigate a crime she uses her witchiness i don't know what she was doing i can't tell you sight beyond sight See, this is where casey this is where you're supposed to hop in um (laughs) and she finds like a suspect that was hiding but then she just uses a a sigil to make him confess even though i don't know if it was a truthful confession it's I not think it it's was, not very but... it's not very um legal i will say that was my thing i was like uh <laughs> if they could anyway prove that he she coerced him in any way it's like uh that's that's sketchy. but i think you have to have other magic to prove that she used magic to coerce yeah, him, that's so true. that's probably not gonna happen but she seems to be reveling in the this she's definitely unhinged she's got yeah, this she yeah definitely... she's got this don't give a fuck any more attitude and yeah. again i wish i could remember why but it's actually kind of exciting um <laughs> just kind of learning about these characters on the fly uh, i love uh, there's there's yeah. one part where she like so there's like the the dude was murdered in like a gang like yeah, warfare yeah. thing and she uses her like you know whatever sight beyond sight and like the dude's eyes move the corpse's eyes move yeah and it like looks towards it. yeah it was yeah that that wild. was cool that just those two panels of like watching his eyes go like whoop that, yeah. is that, that, was, a, that, is that a witch thing now sight beyond sight i'm just it gonna is, say it it is for this witch Wait, is she thundercat <laughs> well she like ca- she like casts a spell and then the dead body tells her where stuff is i don't know i got nothing for you man because yeah. it's not quite clear. She just does magic and things happen. Like, it's not really explained. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on top of everything else, it's uh, really beautifully drawn. Um, it's all... Oh, it's gorgeous. It's, it's mostly gorgeous. black and white. Isn't it so Nicola like, Scott? Or is that something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. it is. So, yeah. like, when there's, like... The only colors that really pop are, like, the magic in the book. So, like, that's the only time you really see any kind of change in the color. And it's really... It makes it really obvious but like it also makes it pop it's like oh shit she's using magic to do some crazy shit right now (laughs) (laughs) it's also sexy it is very sexy there is some extended sex scenes yeah like two or three full pages (laughs) whoa (laughs) yeah well the one which they're at mayday and is like encouraging rowan the main character she's like just getting drunk to like go enjoy herself go talk to the naked dude that has a crush on her (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's talking like a witch. He's getting some. She's like, oh, soon, soon. soon. And, <laughs> and get, then the next couple the next pages day, is like, her I, getting. I don't. Them. Yeah, so it's just her getting some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's the art is is amazing. Uh, yeah, I forgot I'm definitely how, like, gonna go back and read the first. The first uh, eleven issues are collected in two volumes. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna go back and revisit that. I highly rec- recommend everyone do that. Yeah, think, there's also oh. at one point it was um 
I heard that it got optioned. It did. Whether or not, yeah, yeah whether or not that'll rumor. ever actually happen, we'll see. But the cop procedural part is actually interesting. I feel like Greg Rucka does that really well. So, like, that part of the book is also extremely interesting if you're only coming for the witches. <laughs> yes, that is true. And vice versa, if you're coming for the police stuff, the witch stuff, pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's very true. Good, good, good to see this book back. I really enjoyed it when it was coming out, so hopefully I remember what happened before, <laughs> and then I could really enjoy it again. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of some, some really good art, I got um, Hedra, number one. It's a one-shot. It's, you would say this was all art. It's, it is entirely art. Uh, just, by... art. <laughs> just art. Just uh, art. It's by Jesse Lonergran. Um, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, so it is a silent issue. And it does a really good job of telling the entire thing very sequentially and um, basically shows like an apocalypse and like Earth is doomed. And there's like a lottery to pick who ventures out into the great unknown to find. I'm not sure if they're looking for other planets to inhabit or just Uh, a solution. Which uh, stops a lot of places and plants stuff, right? She's gathering minerals. I thought oh. she was gathering. That was what I I gathered too. That she was trying to gather different, like like uh, plants to, and different like fa- fauna and flora to that try might and grow on new revive. Earth after this yeah, nuclear. Winter, but there's this like, like montage of her like going to different planets. Yeah, bouncing around really cool. all the different. Yeah, and it, it it uses like a like a entirely like I, I want to say there's like five colors in the entire comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the palette tells the story really well too, because like everything she that. does is like very pink, mm-hmm. and like the, all the background backdrops and like planets are all blue, and then each character subsequently has their own. Um, but she encounters a galactic spaceman. Kind of looks like an iron giant. He's yeah, like flying around on his own. Mm-hmm. Huh? She finds a giant robot friend. Yeah, <laughs> a giant robot. Friend. Giant robot. Um, and yeah, so so she lands on one side of a planet, and he lands on the other, and they kind of meet eventually. They they kind of come together. Um, and this planet is like clearly inhabited, but it is inhabited by bad dudes. Aww. So they they meet the robot. <laughs> the video game. <laughs> <laughs> but they meet the robot, and they're immediately like, just kill it. Like it's like a you know We're like take very... it apart. Well, they're trying to get some power source out of its chest. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and she. She comes across them trying to dis- dissect the giant robot, and uh, and fights them off with a with a crystal sword. And, and it's she just super finds, cool. huh? She's just getting ready to go on Kakoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then then the, a friendship is is spawned by the giant robot and and the Earthling, and he brings her back to his civilization and, and introduces her to their technology and like terraforms her arm. And like gives her like a crazy robot arm, and uh, she goes back to Earth and and plants what appears to be like robotic flora, and like you know basically regrows civilization from this like brand new source. It's a uh, it's really cool, and that's super simplified because there is no story without the way that this art is telling it. It's like I can't describe it. It's uh really incredible so like you know go go request a copy from your lcs because uh you know like I, there's not enough i can say about this art and I think uh, my favorite part was when they were trying to take the the power source from the robot it's like grabbing it up and then on the left side of the page is the main character and she's like she like goes down and then throws the sword 
and the the motion oh, of yeah. the sword throwing leads your eye to the the right side of the page and it mm-hmm. cuts the the line of the crane that they're using to take the power source out yeah and it's like really cool yeah there's, there's a, a lot there's of, a like, lot of really good tracking with yeah. the the way that the layout is done it's like yeah, all the different like planetary exploration where like the ship is bouncing around and like all everything is like really interesting visually like it's not just like sword it's cool it's like every part of it has its own little interesting aspect like the the yeah. coloring is interesting the layout like all of it yeah i like so. how they they changed the layout so it wasn't like the same kind of progression through the page so like depending on what's going on like it was all different so it really but it also it, it has a refrain where it's all of these like this this grid of tiny yeah. boxes instead yeah, of like, like imbi- right yeah, and then and then that there's a refrain with that later where mm-hmm. when she goes to the robot planet, everything is like dissected in the little like three dimensional boxes. Um, yeah. So cool. like, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. Um, definitely go go support this one shot because uh, I want to see more cool stuff like this coming around. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah! yeah. Well, jump on the sci-fi train. I can do. Let's uh, do it. Bleed them dry. Number two. Oh boy! By That's right. Elliot Rahal and DK Ruin. Oh man, I caught up. I caught up with issue one and two. So good. It's so good, and it it continues just just going going everything. <laughs> it's just everywhere. Got it. Got it. Um, so <laughs> this one opens up with um, Harper after she's gotten kidnapped and she's like tied to a bed and she's like, I'm gonna kill your entire fucking family or drink their fucking blood. <laughs> let me go. And she has been turned into a vampire. Um, and then uh, the person who kidnapped her... Mysterious uh, ninja. ...shows up. And then it... Mysterious um, ninja Yeah, and, and for for the listeners that don't remember, this was the one where it's, like, cyber Tokyo future where there's, like, uh, vampires and humans are coexisting in the city called Asylum. And the... the yeah, like yes, fang runner. <laughs> runner. Um, but it's the uh, the cop um, partnership where it's a vampire and a human, and they're hunting down a vampire serial killer. Um, and the issue ends with you find out that the vampire cop was the serial killer. We don't know why. Enter, he killed the co- the the human one, but instead of her dying, she got turned. Continued. Uh, and then it goes to the the partner, and uh, it's like the aftermath of all the the explosion, and he's just ripped. To yeah, shreds. the vampire is right. He's like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have an arm, and he's like missing part of his torso, and I think a leg. And they have to put him in this like. I also love that, like coffin, the way that the funny. ninja escaped was just blowing out the wall, so he's like just stranded yep. in the sunlight. So he's just burning alive when someone finds him. Not great. Yeah, not it's a great, not great place to be for a vampire. And then, uh, <laughs> I don't like that very much at all. <laughs> I heard. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and they they do like extensive surgery on the the partner. And they're trying to save him, and then it goes to back to Harper, and she, uh, she gets she steals a sword. And just stabs the ninja through the stomach, and it doesn't do anything. Um, and he's just like, "What? That's it." Um, he has this like uh, hand blade that he uh, stabs her with, 
And um, then he's like, you need to eat. So he takes oh, out this little, little hamster, hamster friend. and he cuts his head off. Made a... I was... R.I.P. hamster distraught. friend. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. Just eating this hamster's blood. Uh, and then uh, there's, like, people talking to, like, I think it's, like, the sheriff and a newscaster and they're talking and um they're talking about how much of like a pr disaster it is and uh this is like a missing there uh there's a murderer that got blown up and uh a cop that's blown up and a detective that's missing and a giant hole in the department yeah and it's not not good um, for the for general like... population to be uh fearful of a, of someone who can murder multiple vampires and the entire precinct exploding. For, Not good. Yeah. Yeah. For a second, I thought you said a murder got blown up, and I had a very different visual <laughs> about what you were talking about. <laughs> um. So then the then Harper and the, the the ninja who we learned's name is Toyo. Um. They he gives a uh, they like talking on uh, a subway station, and he gives a bit of exposition. Um, about how the vampires are from another yeah, dimension. Are. Sure, sure. Different universe. From yeah, they come. They showed up in like universe. our time, now, and just basically subjugated the human race. Yeah, and then they told them to build this city that they live in now, because it would keep them safe from like the changing climates and stuff, but also so they could exploit them for labor and use yep. them as blood farms. Um, and the only defense were Yakuza. <laughs> and uh, that's where he comes in, because the Yakuza were uh, gene-splicing with vampires to create hybrid ninjas to take out the full-blood yeah. vampires. <laughs> I love it. And, I fucking uh, love this. Because of it's, course they are. There's it's so much shit like that in this book. So, we're just like, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> So he was one of the, like, test subjects for the gene splicing, but when he was put into the, like, the stasis tube, uh, there was an explosion, and it killed everyone else, and he was locked in there for a Yeah, he just years. woke up, and he's like, wow, this is and, fucked, uh, I guess I gotta kill, kill some vampires, huh? Because he was like, my mission was supposed to be kill them all, but now <laughs> that's a lot harder. Um, <laughs> all just became a lot bigger. And then it, it ends on the uh, the partner waking up from surgery, and he has a he has like a robotic cybernetic vampire arm. So now he's, he's a cybernetic, a cybernetic vampire, vampire cop. Fighting... How does that even work, <laughs> man? He, like... he's a cybernetic vampire cop fighting a yakuza that's been gene spliced with a vampire. Yeah. That's been um, asleep for a thousand years. Yeah, there's years. also like there's a really know. cool world building. Like it done, it's it's done. This all sounds very heavy handed, but it's done in a in a way that they lean into it just well enough that it's it's very like seamless. And like they talk about um the 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 vampire cop, and, and they're like, don't much. they regenerate? And they're like, yeah, they heal, but like they're not a lizard, dude. He can't grow back legs and arms and shit. So, like, he's alive, which is impossible for a human to do, but, like, he can't, he'll just have no arms and legs. So they just had to, like, cybernetically enhance the vampire. <laughs> oh, weird. I mean, Th sure. that's, that's different from other yeah. vampire stuff, like like mm -hmm. Cassidy from Oh, yeah, they, uh, most, most vampires back. grow back yeah. given enough time and blood. But, uh, yeah, I like the world building in this. I don't know. 
Yeah. It's funny because like at first glance, it's like, well, that's that's just too much. And that sounds ridiculous. But then when you break it down, it's like I but I love yeah. all of the elements of this. It's like the whole cops too, and robbers the... thing, the Yakuza vampires, <laughs> fucking cyborgs. Sign me up. man. Yeah, it all works really well. And the it all it like it leans so heavily into everything that it all just like it. It's all it doesn't it's not like overly goofy. Yeah, it, it, it takes right, itself yeah. seriously and therefore it actually works. You know what I mean? It's serious. Yeah. So like it's hitting exactly. all the good stuff of all of those things. It's and it's not wasting any like time camping. either. It's just like here is the entire world building right. that you need to know. Let's get on with the story, you know, um, which <laughs> we, we've been we've been seeing a lot of that lately. where like issue one of something that's like so big and like so like would be di- so difficult to pull you in and just hit the ground running do yeah. such a good job of it these comic book yeah, writers we're, we're like see, just yep like let's just pretend that you already know all of this stuff and we'll fill you in as we go along I and love, the reader just goes sure yeah i i i almost i like when you give me a little bit of that especially in comics like yeah pretend i know what you're talking about and then i'll be like wait yeah like, if you have to if you have to tell about, it to me like i'm an idiot i'm not you're not gonna keep my interest you know like yeah, that's right. also one of the other things, too, is that, like, it uses the character that is, like, kind of, like, anchored to you, where uh, they don't really know what's going on, but even though she gets turned into a vampire, this issue, and, like, she, like, finds out all the information, she doesn't, like, continuously freak out. She, like, is just, like... She does have a couple moments where, like, she's in, basically, Times Square, and, like, pointing up at the precinct, and she's like, wow, look at that, and he's like, put your fucking arm down <laughs> you idiot yeah and she has to eat <laughs> and then, yeah answer. she does she's not so, happy about I mean, eating there's a little bit of little bit of like you know uh kind of worrying no, I, I wouldn't be too happy about it either little hamster friend but going back to this whole world building thing i think it's why i hate origin stories so oh, much totally. in comic yeah. book movies because it's like I don't want to spend an hour and a half learning how Iron Man became Iron Man. Let's just put me in a world where Iron Man just exists. Yeah. Yeah, and... that's why the that's why the new Spider Man movies are the best, because I don't need to see Uncle Ben die anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, if, yeah like if, he's, he's if Martha enough. if Martha and Thomas Wayne die in the Robert Pattinson Batman movie, I'm fucking walking out. Yeah, if there's pearls in that movie, I'm gonna be mad. I'm out. I'm fucking done. I'm not doing it. Yeah, not doing this again. No one needs to know why Batman's Batman. He's just Batman. <laughs> no one cares anymore. He's just, just Batman. We just want and, to and see like, him I, be Batman. I also Batman. don't feel like sitting through an hour and a half of who's so who's this Bat guy? It's like we <laughs> fucking know, dude. It's yeah. Batman. Like, I want a fucking... movie that it's just like yeah, Batman's been Batman for ten years. Everyone knows why. Let's fucking watch him punch the Joker some like and the <laughs> Penguin or something. It's gonna yeah. be great. No, I do. I want to see him be a detective. More importantly, I feel like there's not well, enough yeah. mo- focus on that in the movies yes. and just make him gritty. Noir detective that wears a stupid costume. Yeah. I want to see him solve somebody. some mysteries. I want to see yeah. him with a magnifying glass. Exactly. <laughs> and one of those exactly. hats with a brim on the front and the back. Dear oh, Stop you just it. want a Sherlock movie? Just, Got it. Well, that, that's Sherlock what that's Batman. what Batman is, man. I know. Yeah, he's Sherlock Holmes <laughs> with less drugs, more fists. But I mean, it just it just goes Not to show too you much like, less, though, drugs like too much. <laughs> the writing that goes into big blockbuster movies and the writing that goes into these indie comics and their world building. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, guys, you could learn a thing or three about reading some first issues of, of yeah. Have books. you have you guys like so? There's these things called comic books, <laughs> and you can 
read them. No, but but the problem is like when someone gets a I I and, and this is all just assumption. I'm not I'm not part of this world, obviously. But like I I feel like when someone gets a project like a Marvel movie, they read every issue of that book. It's like all right, well how, let's start from the beginning. It's like no let why don't you why don't you read some new stories at the jump like at issue one. Yeah, which is why like see I how think, they. I think Captain Marvel world. is like a better they're they're starting to learn how you do an origin story where it's like mm-hmm. what if she just doesn't even fucking know her own origin story and we just figure it out from there so it's still yeah. an origin but it's yeah. done like you said 20 years later where she's been doing it this whole time and then we then then figure it out but kind of did that with black panther he was like he's black panther yeah, and you just went from there. Done. Like we we got filled in, but we didn't need an hour of how he became Black Panther. Like we just yeah, didn't. We don't need, need him shit. doing the spirit quest. Yeah, and, and getting the suit. Yeah, he's fu- he already is. He's, he's fine. the fucking yeah. king, and he's Black Panther, and let's go. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> let's tell a fucking story now, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I completely agree. Mainly because like with all, unless it's a new character, which is going to be rare. Like how. All, every movie coming out in Marvel and DC, how many umpteenth times have we seen these people in these mediums and doing their origin story? Like, we just, yeah, Superman, like, we don't, yeah, we, he's an alien. We get it. Like, let's move on. Like, we don't I, care anymore. I've <laughs> started watching the, the first uh, Donner Superman movie mm-hmm. three times this week, and I have not stayed awake through the credits <laughs> either time. <laughs> It's just like it's two in the morning. I could watch Superman as you put it on. <laughs> like, I, are you I talking really... about the Christopher Reeves one? Yeah, I really want to go back oh, and watch man. those movies again. Those movies are really good. That's just my nostalgia, though. I don't know if they're actually good. That's my fucking childhood. Okay, my mom, my mom loves sleep those. aid for Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... well, also, most movies at two in the morning, I would say, are. But also, I always thought the first one was the second one for some reason. Like the the General Zod. <laughs> you story. thought that General Zod was in the first one. General Zod is in the first one. Oh. So that's Wait, how the, the, first one isn't Lex, the first one isn't Lex Luthor? No, but the first one opens with uh, Jor-El banishing Zod. Yeah, but Zod isn't in the first one at all, though, right? No, he's in it. I what? swear. No, th- th- this, caused, this caused me to go down an IMDb hole, because like, I only watched like the first five minutes before I fell asleep. But like that five minutes was spent on IMDb going, I thought this was Superman, too. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Shit, maybe Which is I the one where watch he throws his symbol at bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Captain America. No, not. No, he pulls it's, it off of his chest and it's throws it. It's both things. You're both right. Yeah, I was, I was making a joke, guys. You're a joke. Because Captain America doesn't wear the shield as a symbol. It's a star. <laughs> but it is. You're but it is his symbol. <laughs> but. Ah! Tell me, I'm, I'm just saying that's oh his. God. That is Captain America's symbol. Sorry, Adam, I kind of hijacked this conversation. Yeah, Adam, go talk about a comic book already. Get, get us out of here. <laughs> Hopefully one with symbols. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you wanted to talk about turtles because... Yeah, we have no choice. Yeah. No, Which one, though? Which one we start with? A lot with? of turtles. This is a, this is a week of turtles. Um, so let's start with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 107. Uh, with story by Sophie Campbell, the script was Rhonda Patterson, and the art was... Nelson Daniel. Uh, um, before you get really far into it, I have a note. Um, so evidently, I found out recently that um, issues 101 and 102 are hot. Like, really? like speculator so hot. hot. Uh, they're so hot right now. Um, 
but it's Mine because... are in terrible condition. Do go on. Ooh, they... uh, <laughs> do they have sand in them? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I haven't been able to go to the fucking beach this year, you guys. I thought you'd buy some and just sprinkle it in there. Just put it in a little pre-sand. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's because my, my, my coworker was like, I don't know, some first appearance of some character, and I'm like, Lita! It's oh Lita. yeah, that's yeah, that's gotta be it. Oh, yeah, and it makes sense because when uh we had a, we had a post from 106 kind of blow up on Twitter, and I mean like quote unquote blow up for us. Yeah, we got like 100 likes or something. Yeah, um, that never happens. That's I know, great. but uh, it was every single comment on it was like Lita must be protected at all costs. <laughs> she is the baby, wow, and she is she is our treasure. And like yeah, it makes perfect sense. Lita is like the the blow up character from this now. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and that, that first the time, the first time we see future Lita is probably a hot issue too. Yeah, that's why that's why one hundred two is hot. Oh, one hundred one yeah, yeah. one is hot because it's her first appearance. One hundred two is hot because of future Lita. Okay, was that that long ago? I, yeah, yeah. Think, I'm pretty sure. I mean, like, like 105, I'm one hundred six. No, uh, was, okay. I know that one hundred one is her first appearance. It was when but they I were still know. on the farm for sure. Yeah, but I don't know what? how back, no. how far back. No, yeah. it was a flat. Was a flash back right, but to they, forward kind of. Yeah, but it was at the farm when that. Po- portal job oh you mean she's at the farm she was at the farm oh my yes. God. right but but that was a flashback because we had seen her at the farm before we just didn't know who she was mm, that was probably right. issue 102 actually. yeah that's probably yep Galaxy we got, it. We got there we anyway, got it and now we're on 10 107 the number you said 107 got it so we get this classic turtle story so I fucking loved how much of a classic turtle story this was like this is the kind of turtle storytelling i've been wanting for like 80 issues <laughs> well maybe not 80 issues, but it's, been, issues. it's been a long time since i've just gotten a straight up turtle's tale it's been 107 <laughs> issues like since wow i just wish they'd fight a, a big slimy eel in the sewer again <laughs> no but it's like the going know, down in the uh, anyway so the, the, they're going <laughs> turtle the Turtle Boys go looking for Lita in the sewers. Uh, turtle along, Boys and the girl. Along with uh, Jenica. Sorry, I, <laughs> I, I forgot for a moment. <laughs> so they go down in the sewers to look around for Lita and the other lost kids. And they run into a bunch of Mausers, which is like, again, classic turtles. Mm-hmm. Fighting some Mausers in the sewer. Can't go wrong with that. So uh, they let a couple of them go so they can follow them. You know, to figure out, you know, where all these, where these kids are. Donnie calls April like, hey, April, we're in the sewer and uh, your boss's tech is down here attacking us. You <laughs> mind, you know, figuring out what that might be? Yeah. <laughs> She's also like way more annoyed than surprised. She's like, God damn it. Not again. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I guess he's Knew bored it. with being the mayor that now he has to be a mad scientist again. <laughs> yeah, also, can we just long. talk about. Can we talk about the the cutest little ragtag group of abducted oh children? Yeah. Oh my god! Well, first of all, children. first of all, I'm happy to report that Frog Teen is not dead. Frog Teen, also the owl, no, the owl, the owl is the best the, one. The little owl boy, the little teddy bear kid, yeah. they're all alive. The little ant eaters, yes. okay. Yeah, the little chameleon boy. Chameleon, they're all safe for now. Yes. Frog wanna, Teen lives. I, I think that's the name the of this owl. episode. <laughs> But like Lita, Lita like kind of wakes up in this like little dungeon in the sewer, and she starts talking to the other kids. She's like, "Well, you know, I, the, I, I know the Ninja Turtles are coming coming for us because we heard you guys were missing at the dojo, 
and then immediately bought her like street cred among these kids. Yeah, yeah. That she knows plants. The Ninja Turtles. She's like, yeah, I'm kind of a ninja. I love that. Kind of a big deal. I love the montage they have of her trying to get them out. Oh, them trying to get out. Yeah, them building a ladder to try to get out. They're like stacking each other on top of one another, and then they keep (laughs) falling. Uh. (laughs) But yeah, so we find out that. The eel, the slimy eel guy exists because fucking of course he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that <laughs> also, yeah. they made an observation shocked. that maybe the mutagenic bomb went farther than they thought. Yeah, she, because there's a whole bunch of like weird mutant uh, sewer animals. So like, it's a mutant in the sense that it was mutated by the mutagen, but it's not a person that turned into a, an eel. It's a giant eel. Yeah. Yep. So like, <laughs> what happened to like New York's pigeon? They uh, exactly they're hanging out with Pete. Yeah, have you have you heard of my friend Pigeon Pete? <laughs> He's got a cousin. The best of the mutatables. The best of mutatables has to offer, I might even say. Pigeon. <laughs> wow, that is... But like, I don't know. Like, there's so many other an- like. What about like just like feral rats? Yeah. Or like, like, how what happened to all them? Are they just like a like a feral? Just... Or like Chinese lantern beetles? Did they all mutate? Are there oh, millions of those no. assholes running around? Are there oh, are there no. bugs besides? I mean, obviously Stockman in the cartoon. That's a good yeah. question. I don't know. I also complete side note. If you are listening and you are a customer at Brave New Worlds in Willow Grove, it, before you walk in the door, kill like five to ten lanternflies. <laughs> that building is infested. You know why? why? They love this oh, one specific plant that's like an invasive plant. And there's a shitload of those plants all around the shop. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I, every morning plants. when I get there, I spend the first, like, 20 minutes killing, like, Jesus. 50 of them. Yeah, they're all over my backyard, just all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yep. They they almost killed my pet tree, man. <gasps> they almost killed Gutter. Well, now we have a, a personal vendetta against yeah, them. I know. I, I, ended up, I ended up nursing him back to health, but it took a lot. Gutter yeah. is my, my tree that I found growing out of the gutter when I was cleaning the gutters one day. He is now <laughs> seven feet tall. Wow. <laughs> Four Killing years it. later. <laughs> they grow up so fast. You just gotta I know, teach man. It. He's like my son. I'm you like, you come after my son, we're going to fucking gotta teach fight. Karate Don't now. ever talk to me or my son ever again, <laughs> Lantern Flies. You got to teach your karate. Yeah, I got to teach my <laughs> tree karate. Teenage Mutant Ninja is fun. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, like, I like how you got halfway through it. You're like, son. I yeah, well. <laughs> Tree, son. No, I'm gonna go with son. Awesome. I didn't do treetle. Wave. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fair. Anyway, so we get a whole lot of um the the turtles fighting this there's, this eel. There's this amazing page. I don't know if it's the Mausers or if it's the eel, but they all get their own panel of fight dynamics, and it's colored for their specific color. Yes. Oh yeah, that's so great. Good. I love that. I love it when yeah. they do that. So we get a lot of them fighting this eel, and then we kind of cut back to April spy like finding where Stockman is and looking over his shoulder. And the dude's got like a bat cave setup of computer monitors, which kind of looks a little bit like my office. Yeah. But we see um <laughs> on his monitors like the Mausers, we see the the the, the eel story. and yeah. like just, it's uh, just all the laid eel out. is dragging Leo away, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Just being a concerned yeah. mayor. <laughs> <laughs> He's just observing. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's um, gonna call. He's gonna call all his people to go help them right away. Yeah, <laughs> right. Put it right on that. Well, they mentioned he's like a fly like... on the wall. Oh stop! Ha, nice. Shit! God damn it! Because he's a fly. Right because he's a did. Is that because yeah, he's a fly? So. He's, not a fly. he's not a fly. He's not a fly yet. He's in league with the flies. Yet, right? Mm. The fly people. Well, I don't know. Le- league of the flies. <laughs> league of the. F- <laughs> They're a pretty fly group. <laughs> We have to get out of this spiral. Anyway, I, I also wanted to shout out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Annual 2020. Um, which was also which amazing. It was, also it was really good, so yeah. good. It's a big, thick story. It, it kind of ties together a lot of the loose ends. Um, it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's the Rat King sort of observing everyone right after the bomb went off. Everyone besides the turtles. Like, right, because we all know. wondering where anyone else is, it's in this issue. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's pretty cool. We get a lot of Leatherhead with, infested with Krang. Yeah, so like, the last good. time we ever saw Krang, he was eaten by Leatherhead. And then we got a tease of this uh, uh, several issues ago of Leatherhead with the brain in his belly. So... Krang is trying, is fighting for supremacy over Leatherhead, and Leatherhead's just trying to kill himself. We also get which, Alipex and Angel taping up again. Yeah, and Alipex and Angel have a nice, a fun uh, adventure. Like buddy cop dynamic going yeah. on. It's been a while since we've seen Angel, which was pretty cool. We also get a little bit of Oroku Saki post Shredder. Like figuring out who he's going to be in this new life that he yeah, has now. So that was done yeah. with Shredder. He's trying to be a better version of himself at this point. And we see Karai, too, with Koya and uh, Bludgeon. She's right. setting up um, the, the Foot Clan, and the Foot Clan are going to... She's going to try to establish dominance outside of the, the quarantine zone and then hook up with the Mutanimals uh, so they can keep their power in the zone and then like uh, give them resources. I thought it was funny in the background of a lot of those panels, especially with Karai, they're just chopping up the dragon meat. Yeah. yeah. Because that was really good. there's still a giant ja- dragon in the middle of New York City. Yeah. <laughs> we also learned <laughs> that the Rat King just, can just stop time and you erase memories. Like, Rat King can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. The Rat King's kind of a Freddy Krueger in that sense. He's one, of the pa- he's one of the gods from this pantheon of gods, along with Katsune, the dragon, uh, Toad, a number of other ones. But, um... Yeah, he's he's a little bit omnipotent, but then again, so is Kitsune. But Kitsune become is becoming more and more and more human. Like the mm-hmm. the more she's with Orokusaki, and that was kind of a whole point of contention. But yeah, like I just think I've it's been funny wanting... that they like fought the bull in the Ghostbusters crossover, and he's just gone. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't even get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but this pulled from a lot of places, so like there's a lot of stuff. That it pulled from TMNT Universe, which was a fun read for a while. It pulled from Shredder in Hell, which I highly recommend. Uh, I think that's in trade now. It's a really, really wild read of like what happened to Rokusaki between when he died and when he was resurrected. And it's like his path through Hell and then like finding out, you know, what a shithead he was in life, <laughs> what a shithead he was in past lives, and like and then he becomes get, a getting that second chance to fix it. Huh? And then he becomes like a leader of Hell? Or is that... Yeah, there's kind of that too. It's, oh man, it's like, it's like a wild stuff. Ghost Rider story. It's, yeah, it's nice. I will also say I read this annual and literally only knowing like the names of a lot of these people, like Rat King and Kitsune and like 
Angel even. I'm not really, I haven't seen her too much because I started reading Turtles with issue 100. <laughs> and I have now read nine issues of Turtles, including this annual. And I was able to follow along perfectly well. Like yeah, I, they, do, yeah. they do a good they job, a really of good like job kind of making it so you don't necessarily have to read all that stuff. But it made me want to unearth those books again and go back to them. So yeah. like if you if you want to check them out, I it it's all in trade now. I think I I think TMNT Universe is mostly in trade. Shredder and Hell is in trade, which again I can't recommend enough. It There's also like... um, I would recommend reading the the uh, Dimension X story. There's just so there was so much that it made me want to go back and read. Well, yeah, because it was like they they had established this huge universe and like the story had gone on for so long, but then the most recent turtle issues have been like we we've said a bunch of times is a kind of return to a you know resetting things and slowing down a little bit so it was nice to see that not only have they kind of like created this new ongoing point but they've also created this annual which catch which like uh encompasses some of the older uh art like content and like still speeds that up so it's like they didn't forget about their expanded universe they're just kind of folk you know shift their focus and it's cool that they had this annual because they didn't take away time from what the turtles are doing to do this and still fully like you know still uh advances the world i hope this leads to more books like i hope this leads to another um like parallel book like like tmnt universe was for tmnt for so long well they like, love I doing that so i'd imagine i wouldn't mind that again yeah i want to see the adventures of leatherhead and krang yeah, yeah. That's what what a duo that is. That yeah, I, that's pretty. Like, I th- there was a moment where I was like, "I'm glad Krang's dead. I'm glad he got you know his his due, his justice." But then, like, there were some moments where it's like, "Man, I really wish I had some Krang." Like, yeah, Krang so would be kind of fun. <laughs> there Have you y'all go. got any Krang? <laughs> also, in this in the IDW verse, he's so brutal because like his one shot, he just uh, usurps his father's throne, and like. Well, doing it without a host, and he's and the savage. the gener- the the uh the Dimension X storyline is um the turtles trying to find, transport, and protect witnesses on Krang's trial for war crimes. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So that was pretty cool, and like all the while, Krang had hired this assassin to kill them all. So like they're trying to intercept all these witnesses before this assassin gets to them it's a really fun read it's a good it's a good series nice nice so yeah that's my it's my dose of turtles it's your turtles corner yeah. turtles corner well if, if that was turtles corner i've got fish corner fish you want to talk about fish uh, <laughs> uh john constantine hellblazer number oh, eight uh by simon sprayer and aaron campbell I've fallen behind on this book, like way behind. Um, I I had too, but the good thing is, like with with Constantine, you can always just like hop back in. There's yeah. almost always like there's like a through thread of of an actual plot, but like for the most part, it's individual like Monster like one shots and like really short like um, stories. So this one is one of those where um I, it said it was part two, but I didn't read number seven, so um it reads really well on its own too. Um, basically, it starts out. And he's sitting on the edge of the, uh, I believe it's the, the, the Thames, and, or a river in London somewhere. And uh, he's trying to coax a mermaid to stay alive just a little while longer. So, like, it shows the mermaid, and she's, like, got her head out of the water. 
and she's like, "Hey, I'm I'm dying, aren't I?" And he's like, "Yeah, love you. You are." And then it like kind of pans out, and you see like her like fin have has been like deboned, like she like it's just mm. her bones. Wow. Yeah, and, and you also see that you also see that she's pregnant. So it's like, oh, this is bad. But then it goes back and tells the story. He, it's basically him telling her, you know, kind of like what all went down. So you come to find out that she was in love with a shithead and uh, the shithead was Relatable. using her. Yeah, he was he was a fisherman and he was using her to find um, uh, I forget which type of fish it was exactly, but uh, to, to find a specific um type of type of fish that is being overfished in the region so he was making top dollar because you know like no one else it was monkfish that's what it was so he's like yo go get me some monkfish and she would find him and she's and she's like at one point she's like darling there aren't any more um and he's like oh it must be must be everyone else overfishing she's like no i think it's i'm doing that so like and then he you know treats her like shit and tells her to fuck off and uh Constantine has been following this dude because he just so there was like a like a bad vibe around this guy and um like something is like something evil is like following him and he's just Constantine is just like watching this dude like chatted up with ladies at the bar and generally just be a total ass and um you know follows him to the docks and figures out uh you know kind of what's going on um at one point he stops following the guy thinking that like the trail is run cold but it turns out that was right when the fisherman kidnaps his own pregnant girlfriend and decides to start skinning her for for um fish fillets and selling them as monkfish no no, no uh, and she, she, since she's that's magical, cool. she can regenerate. Um, oh, God, that's fucked up. That's oh, so just yeah. endless fish sticks. She's like a pocket deli of fish <laughs> sticks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Right? But similar, you know, similar to the vampire story we talked about earlier, you can only regenerate. <laughs> um, but you can, o- you can only regenerate so much, so he eventually, you know, pull, bites off more than he could chew. Quite so, um, literally. Quite literally, but... Um, <laughs> And that was when Constantine only figured that out because he went to the fish deli and saw like saw that something was off and That's realized meat. Yeah, he realized it was mermaid meat, that it was magical meat. That he he just recognized it by taste. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's mermaid. mermaid. It's got scales um, in it. Yeah, right. <sighs> but uh um yeah, and then then he uh so so basically he's waiting with her and he's like just a little while longer it's almost 4 a.m just wait just hang on like you need to stay alive you need to stay with me keep talking keep telling me what happened you know um turns out 4 a.m was when the fisherman comes to to collect some more filet and so constantine just fucking beats the shit out of him (laughs) and throws him into the river at which point we find out that the mermaid had passed away but not before giving birth so the baby mer- mermaid mermen eat the dad alive. Nice. That's pretty tight. Nice. <laughs> well, the kids got right? Yeah, you get, you get just, some pretty immediate like retribution from it. And then Constantine um, just pulls out giant buns. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. It's the like, reason it was let all real... this burbade be go to waste. <laughs> 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 Tartar sauce? Sucks, Damn. kid! Damn. Um, 
Kids, don't look while you eat the oh, rest of your mother. Oh, no. <laughs> of all the things to do when you find a mermaid. Fucking yeah. What a, to, what a jerk. Abuse her and use her and then eat her. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, all that's left is all the human parts. And I don't know. <laughs> There's people who will buy that's that. I draw the line. <laughs> you can't really but, as as much as you deep fry that you can't there's no hiding the fact yeah you can't yeah. deep fry the human out just just <laughs> taste good pies, God. Uh, but uh but yeah as much as we're as much as we're you know yucking it up it was a pretty brutal issue um That's it was fun. pretty intense it was uh i mean he's he's got like the narration going through the whole thing and and makes it pretty apparent that it's just yet another abusive relationship it's yeah. just another mm-hmm. another dude just not knowing because she just loves him like she keeps doing she keeps overfishing the region because she knows it'll make him happy and she keeps apologizing and saying it's her fault that like she's she's fucking everything up and it's just like really heartbreaking to watch that happen well you shit know, now like, i feel bad sure. about cracking jokes i know it's it's, it's no nah, it's fine uh <laughs> but yeah like it's 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 hard to watch but then since it's just egg. the one shot there's just such immediate retribution of like yeah it sure. sucks that she was abused to the point of of basically being murdered but the dude got his too in a pretty brutal way so he also got eaten he got eaten by his own babies <laughs> That's always nice. You love to see it. Sometimes dead. nature finds a way. You nature know? provides. Na- nature wins at the end. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> I did it. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah, you had to. I knew you were going to. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I'm legally obligated when someone says that. I have to. <laughs> What's that? Chaos <laughs> theory. <laughs> All right, I love gonna... that. <laughs> well, you know, while we're on some um, really tragic shit, Sean, don't you have some tragic shit? Yeah, I was going to pivot to the image corner. Oh, pour um, it on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lost Soldiers, number one, came out this oh, week. That's Alex right. Cotton, Luca Casalanguida. It's like I think. turning a corner and there's a brick wall right there. Yeah. But the, but the brick wall is just napalm. Oh, napalm and PTSD. (laughs) And then Kool Aid Man comes right through. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So right. (laughs) Fuck. Kool Aid Man 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 got spilled on this goddamn. No, I'm just thinking about Kool Aid Man in Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't. Oh my what god. If, what if the Kool-Aid man was like a Baltov cocktail? <laughs> yeah, you just throw, you just explode the lights on fire. What if they just put grenades in him? <laughs> no, he's filled with napalm. That's what it is. Yeah, it's he's just, just napalm now. Just napalm. Oh no. <laughs> then he beats Juggernaut. <laughs> um, oh, now I'm realizing what that is. Okay. Uh, this book's a lot. It's a fucking lot, dude. Like, so the book that I just talked about, about like systematic abuse and murder and like like patricide, is a fucking cakewalk compared to this Lost Soldiers yeah, number one. It's borderline so, uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So yeah, at least there's something happy happened. Um, so right from the jump, this book, we just hop right in and like the descriptions are just extremely visceral and brutal violence it's just it's again it's, makes makes rorschach's journal look oh, yeah, like nothing. a self-help book it appears to be our protagonist <laughs> from what i can't tell yet appears to be what i think is end up going to be one of our protagonists crawling in, in blood and is bleeding out and then it cuts back to 
the same guy uh, and they're in Vietnam and just kind of very classic Vietnam movie uh, talking back and forth oh, uh, language right. and stuff. Talking um, about heroes and the guy talking, mentions yeah, John talking about, Wayne. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, can you just imagine the Duke in Vietnam? I was like, oh boy. Yeah, but then they talk about no, you. you know the one guy was Jewish. He's like, oh, well, you guys got Superman. And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, dude, uh, Jewish writer made Superman. Did, yeah, like, did you ever oh. look at the names in those books, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the one character he's talking to, he's like, oh, maybe I'll go back and I'll write about this. Cue him literally being blown up. So it's just, just like eviscerated immediately because it's a war sequence. So like the guy who's talking about what he's gonna do when he gets back home, no fucking shot. That's a bad <laughs> sign in a war comic when you're talking about what you're going to do back home. That dude's not making it off the panel. So there's really two stories that end up Tell happening Tell me about here. the rabbits again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two, there's a Vietnam storyline where you see these two characters, and ultimately what ends up happening is, you know, they get under attack, but then there's a commanding officer of these the two people, and he, instead of retreating and doing what, everyone's like dude we gotta fucking go or we're all gonna die he's like no we're gonna stay here and then just a ton of people get killed needlessly because he's an idiot kind of fast forward these two same soldiers so you know they were in vietnam these same soldiers are still going on like snatching grab and like they're yeah they're they're mercenaries they're still fighting mercenaries. cartels yeah so like they're yeah. still at it so like they're probably in their 60s or 70s like they, they're old men at this point and you can clearly tell, like, they just don't, they, they don't know how to do anything. Like, they don't have, they don't really have other skill, but, like, some of them wants, one of them kind of wants to get out, so he's definitely going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Well, I'm just saying, just, like, come on. Um, But it's, it's just very, like, gritty and, like, raw. Like, these, these are very, like, they were in Vietnam, and they saw some really fucked up shit, and it still haunts them and but they're still kind of doing that same stuff and like it's just gonna be, i'm interested to see what happens but man this book i love the was uh, not the not what i was expecting i love the way it transitions <laughs> from um the flashback to the to the present where with like the mirror yeah yeah such a cool transition real, there's, there's some really good panels like that throughout this whole thing yeah the art the panel and stuff how it and the kind of portrays certain like abstract things like you know the guy's in shock and just like showing the colors around him, just like blurring everything else out. Cause he just like, can't think, um, it, this one kind of grabbed me. It was, it sounds really cool. And, like, yeah. In, in the same scene good. you're talking about where he's like, I need a medic. I need a medic. And they're like, dude, you're holding his entrails. He's dead. Like, yeah, it's like, you got to snap out of it type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's rough, man. Uh, but I'm interested. Classic old soldiers trying to put their old habits away maybe retire hopefully they get out happy but you know i don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> i i don't foresee a good happy ending here no, but someone's gonna die and it's gonna suck and i'm gonna be sad about it every time i read a story or like watch a movie about vietnam there's one theme that i take away from it it's there's no way i would have survived Right. Oh, like, oh yeah. I, dude! I'd I mean, that so fast, so fucking fast. There's no way I have way that I feeling would... about any war movie, but yeah, I feel like it's especially usually... Vietnam because I I'd get there and be like, oh, it's humid here. It's like, oh, he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these boots yeah. are uncomfortable. <laughs> Guys, I'm I'm sweating a lot. 
And uh, I like this backpack is heavy. <laughs> I don't know. We should go back. Why anyone, are we doing has this? Anyone ever it's almost like it's a proxy war that doesn't need to happen. No, Isn't that, that weird? There it is. <laughs> Awful. This is so bad. Um, I will shout out just because I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm just going straight all three image this week. Uh, that Texas Blood number two came out. That's Chris Condon and Jacob Phillips. I'm just going to throw this out there because it introduces a completely different character who is related to the person that got murdered in the first one and has just like completely shifted the tone yeah, and focus the- of this book in like a really interesting way. And I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for this series. It felt, like, it, it felt like, you know, not to compare it to Criminal simply because of Jacob Phillips, but like, you know, when Criminal does that, like a whole story arc about one guy. And then the whole next story yep. arc is about like the bartender that was in the background of all the scenes <laughs> yep. in the first. It's like that. Like they just did that in one issue. Like yeah, it just like it was cool. whiplash version of Criminal. Which I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking in. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was a really cool storytelling device to completely change the shift. Yeah, if, if Condon Phillips is an, is a, akin to any of Brubaker Phillips, I'm going to talk to later. I'm down. I'm in. I'll buy everything they ever put out if it's any like. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's got that vibe, and I'm 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 digging it. Heck Very yeah. pulpy. Ah, you know? ah and, the precursor. And, it's and. a little little teaser. Yeah, it's a little uh, <laughs> a little teasy weezy there. A extra <laughs> sticking guys. Come on, just hang in there a little bit longer. We'll we'll get extra pulpy later. <laughs> what else we got? Who else? I can't. There's we got cable number two. Cable Ooh, number cable. Cable set in Philly, which I have never gotten so much clapback on on social media from horrible people from Philly. People from Philly feel certain ways about certain things, and they don't like people not from here talking about us. It's such a we are from here. No, but if someone else talks about Philly in any way, it's fuck you. It doesn't matter if they're right or not. Even if it's right, even if it's the truth, it doesn't matter. Fuck you. Don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect example. (laughs) Yeah, gritty is our city's like like uncool yeah. little brother that will will protect yeah. until absolutely yeah. everyone universally is like gritty stupid but then everyone's like yo look at philly's stupid mask he's like fuck you that is <laughs> I a will treasure and he will fucking murder you all right <laughs> get out of my face and that pretty much is philly if well, you're not he from also here, ingratiated himself to us immediately by his first tweet threatening the penguins oh yeah, yeah. that was so good. like sleep with one eye open you fucking burn it was like okay He's great. We love him. Yeah, they, the they just leaned into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I just think, yeah. In this issue, if you guys aren't familiar, like they kind of they always reference the Philly attacking Santa with snowballs. Uh, but this one, they mentioned batteries, and people get upset about what yeah. we threw at Santa. But apparently, that's a reason to just dismiss the entire yeah. book. But you cannot deny that we threw shit at Santa. Yeah. There's yeah. a whole story behind it, but it still fucking happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, it's not that we wouldn't throw batteries at Santa. We, like, we that's did that to still... someone else. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We throw batteries <laughs> we, at people. That's the thing. We did throw batteries at someone. We we destroyed Hitchbot, the, the hitchhiking robot that depended on human kindness, and oh, we just right. smashed it. Like, like, I feel like there's so like much day, evidence right? of Philly just being the fucking worst, yeah. and we have to really quantify which type of worst that yeah, we which are. Which one did you well, talk I'm, about? I'm, I'm standing here watching this whole argument take place on Twitter and going, is no one going to mention the fact that Scott eats a cheesesteak wearing gloves? <laughs> I don't even know if I've noticed that. 
Anyway, d- let's get into this issue. Anyway, let's talk about cable. So there, there's a mutant baby that's kidnapped in what looks like the suburbs of Philly. Hey, represent. It might be. It might be near the stadiums. They have a yard. Well, that's all no, I'm no, saying. Is, uh, now look local, at this right? house, man. This is the burbs. This is like. This is like Abington or like Cheltenham. <laughs> well, it's Willow Grove. Well, Nodo's <laughs> it's not quite he? fancy enough to be Willow is, Grove. Is is Phil Nodo from Philly? I'm not sure. I'm almost I wasn't sure if he's... Dugan or Nodo are from Philly, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, no. This is this is out there. This is not in Philly proper anywhere. <laughs> yeah. This fucking house. No way. Yeah, this have is, you this... been to the stadiums? The houses are so nice. Now. Yeah, but there's yards. Like no, I'm and, saying they have big yards. Big ass trees. Okay, maybe not big ass trees. They this have is... yards. Yeah, I don't think I would want a a bump out screen porch near the stadiums. Like that's that's (laughs) not the vibe. This is a classic suburb house. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This is like this is so almost my house. It's just it's just like a degree fancier. Like (laughs) you'll get there. Like this was out of my price range. (laughs) (laughs) So there's there's a mutant baby that's kidnapped, and um, Cable decides to insert himself into the investigation on a date with one of the cuckoos which is fantastic which is great he's dating also, all yeah. five of them apparently yeah, cable is a slut he is a- <laughs> no he's just also poly he's also a i don't know how dating works only you can't date one cuckoo well I mean, they, they kind of totally make a could. joke about that too <laughs> you totally could but they don't but also like, they you? all are just doing it to mess with them yeah, yeah, because why not? <laughs> I keep forgetting who's who. Which one is he with on this date? Uh, Esme, I think. So she picks, kind of picks up what happened mm-hmm. from one of the dogs in an adjacent house. Yeah, I think they said uh, they said no one was in there. It's like no, there was one good girl in there. I was like, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's it's funny because we start out with with um, uh, cable in like an interrogation room, like kind of butting heads with some cops which is a, a an interesting thing that comes out later so they they kind of they find this lead to go on uh based on the information from the dog we also find out that when he's on these dates the other cuckoos are just like watching and talking which is shit, hilarious which is fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah especially because she's like you're not like out of nowhere like not prompted by anything she's just like Oh, you're not worried that we're constantly judging uh, you? And he's like, no, I wasn't, but now I kind of <laughs> am. Also, and then it cuts to too. just that. Also, one yeah. of them is like, you know there's like way better to people to spend their time on than than him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like a, they keep calling him like a barely interesting telepath or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so right in this, in that moment, this crime scene is destroyed by these space people who just want their fucking sword back. The space guys. Well, oh, that's Rom? I forgot that no, that was Rom. No, it's not Rom. You, they, don't, they can't say Rom, because it's the Space Knight. It's legally not Rom. Oh, they, don't, the space they don't have the rights to Rom. Weird. So, okay. Rom? It's, uh, Rom rights. So, they, uh, they did the Rom comics, and then they created a world for Rom, because Rom was just an action figure. So they literally own the world of Rom, but they don't own the main character. Here. So they own space so they're knights. All, they're all robot space knights that know Rom, but yeah. are not Rom. But they're not allowed to talk about it. I think, the, I think the one from the first issue was like, not Rom backwards or something. More? Is his name More? M-O-R? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. But Oh, you mean not Rom, like T-O-N. Yeah. 
Oh, I got like it. Morton? Okay. Would that be Morton? Maybe. It could be. Yeah, it would be. Morton. That would be not Ron backwards. <laughs> we'll call him Morton. He is we'll, we'll Morton. To, I'll have to look up. I just I'm not going to check. Like That's that. just his name yeah. now. But anyway, but yeah, yeah, no, those are Space Morton. Knights. What's okay, funny is it, in, instead of instead of Cable going like, okay, we have we have more important things to think about, and these guys are dis- destroying a hot crime scene. I'll just give him my sword back. He's like, "Fuck you! It's mine." Yeah, <laughs> I found this. I like it. I want it. I, yeah, it's mine now. <laughs> so they beat him up and take the sword. So um, then we get the pretty much the same conversation we witnessed earlier with Cable with these two cops with Scott. Mm-hmm. <gasps> They're like, uh, "I think we met your kid." Uh, Get a your fucked up deal? eye. I guess that runs in the family. That was hysterical. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's oh, that was so. Cool. It's just, like the like the battery line was one thing, but just the way that these cops talk are just like, "Hey, you kind of you kind of fucked up there. What's your fucking deal, huh?" Yeah, like, they're, what's, they're such Philly cops, and like, yep. They're they're telling you right away like these cops are not going to solve this case. Like, <laughs> no, they're just like, no. "How about you fuck right off?" Uh, this. This is a human soil, quote unquote human soil. Uh, y- y- yeah, we don't need your kind. Uh, we got y- statues to defend, okay, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> we have teenagers to tear gas. All right. Oh, oh, these are detectives. They're way above. Yeah, them. they're not. In the sh- they're not in the suit. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not friends with baloney. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm hungry now. So then we cut to back on on Moon Base One or whatever the hell their house is. <laughs> Scott's like about to start eating a cheesesteak, but he still no, has his gloves even, on. They they he say like, his hands dirty. It's like welcome to Philly. Why don't you treat yourself to a cheesesteak before you walk into one of those wedding gazebo things you planted all over the place? So here's, <laughs> here's cut the, to cut to him eating a cheesesteak. He took their advice on the moon. Yeah. On the moon. amazing. Um, here, here's my question, because like this this looks like not a typical cheesesteak, the way it's drawn. Oh, no, because you can't hold a cheesesteak that way or it would just disintegrate. Right. So where do you think he went? Where? Oh, my. Oh, my Lord. Uh, oh, he don't, he's Cyclops. He went to he went to uh, fucking Geno's. Yeah, sure. that's what I was saying. He went to like, either Pats or Geno's. Why would Cyclops know that? Why he went to the, because he went that's to the, the stereotypical tourist place touristy that you one. go. Yeah. He and went it's, to the touristy one. And it's the worst I like worst to think that he would at least go to fucking Pats. He like, if you have your choice the between the two worst cheesesteaks, you pick the ones that's slightly less no, racist. Th- that's, that's kind of what well, I'm thinking. Yeah, he either true. went to, like, D'Alessandro's or, like, Jersey Mike's no, or, like, yeah. Wawa, even. That's probably actually oh, a Wawa. Yeah, that's a Wawa he went to cheesesteak. That's a Wawa cheesesteak, for sure, yeah. Obviously. He got that, that it, was in a pla- it was boiled in a plastic bag beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like he's got like the Jersey Mike style sandwich because it's like a bottom half of a hoagie and a top half. It's a like sub. A, it's a sub roll. It, yeah, it's eating. not a hoagie. Like it's not. It, it, why cut it? If you can't, I never the thought. Roll of I never thought RJ's I'd like, reg- are we not going nev- to get to this conversation? I never with thought I regret X Men. Wait, actually, hold on. <laughs> Maybe he got it from his pocket deli. Yeah, no, yeah. He, Scott's he got pocket from- deli. That, yeah. That's his <laughs> ability that he doesn't tell anyone about. I like how. For the first time, I'm gonna put it on record. We out absurded RJ. Like, RJ we got was, has, has we got had him. his head in his hands. It's not the even whole conversation. We broke him. This is the Stop. first time this has ever happened. <laughs> but anyway, so Emma shows up and she's like, she's like, you better keep that boy of yours on a leash. He's and also, big, it, what are you doing eating that meat on a lo- on a bread log? <laughs> yeah, she's also like a meat log. It's so good. <laughs> 
And but, he almost chokes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's like, you better make sure he doesn't break any of their hearts. Except, um, is it Eismay? Esme, yeah. Esme. Esme. Except Esme. Yeah. She needs it, Scott. She really needs it. <laughs> I like the... I liked how like you know the other four they're they're more mature but she she needs the broken heart from this the fucking renegade cable over here yeah. to, to grow up maybe a little bit. She's I also like one. that he's like they're they're all six consenting adults. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. really good, uh, especially because he's in his own like quadruple poly yeah relationship. He's got his own thing going on. He's got we're a whole four consenting adults. They're six consenting adults. Altogether, we're ten. Consenting adults with two separate poly trees. Yeah. Ten consenting adults on. in two trench coats. <laughs> so that's kind oh, of where it ends. Yeah. We also get this this weird little vignette of old Cable. I'm so excited. I'm just which is so pretty excited. cool. He's riding a, a giant uh, Boston Dynamics robot. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but, so that was a, a fun little... A fun little tease i i love this book K- yeah, cable, young this cable cool. is great i, I kind of wish we got a little bit more story out of this issue because there, there wasn't really a whole ton that happened well i think i think it was a victim of covid yeah uh like everything yeah. else where like it had to be retooled because it's going to cross over with like ten of swords Empire. and everything else yeah. that like yeah. it couldn't have had the story arc alone that it was going to have and it just needs to like you know play fast forward a little bit you know yeah yeah for sure i think yeah. um He's like I just love that the space knights are in it, and I think he's going to introduce Crystal, the Crystal Warrior, but I'm not positive. I think sure. That was part of the sure. Seasons. All right. Sounds great. I'll learn who those people are when they get into this comic. So like, but, uh, was this oh. Cable's worst date ever? Maybe. So or far, best. No, definitely not best. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, he at least got a kiss, so it can't be I mean, the worst. He spent a lot of his life in in the in the like Mad Max world. Yeah, yeah this fine. has to be better than that in I mean, pretty much every way. Dude's getting he did lose it, a sword. You know? Yeah. And, Aaliyah. And he, he getting it. And him probably had some five different ladies, so, who are also also the same They're also lady. all Emma, which is a little bit <laughs> Which is sort of his stepmom, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, but you're good. It's he's step- dating five younger versions of his stepmom. That's <laughs> awkward. Stepmother, it's fine. There's a whole sub. There's a whole sub portion of yeah. Pornhub dedicated huge, to that entire concept. Right yeah, we had that conversation so off right mic. Now. It's uh, <laughs> anyway. A clone. I mean, he's born from a clone of Jean Grey, and then Emma doesn't really have anything know. to do with it. So I don't know. <laughs> And they're meaning it's not weird, and he can just go go to town. It, I mean, yeah. It's a little weird. Saying. It's five clones of his stepmother. It's it's a little bit strange. <laughs> but I mean, he's a Summers. You know, it's gonna. It's got got to keep it strange. You know. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're all just fucking whoever they want on the moon, and I say go for it. <laughs> <laughs> moon sex. Moon sex. Correct. Mutant moon sex. <laughs> Next week. By that's Marvel. the that's the next X Men title. Oh yes, <laughs> I wouldn't that. be surprised with how horny X Men has been. Yeah. Uh, All right, RJ, get us the hell out of here. Okay. Speaking of moon, things on the moon. Yeah, oh, and Marvel and stuff. We got, oh. we got Empire number okay. three. I was like, how? What the fuck is this transition going to be? <laughs> it's my own comic that I just wrote. 
<laughs> yeah, it's called Moon. Uh, so Empire Number Three by Al Ewing and Dan Slott, ah. and then Art by Valerio Shidi. Um, this was cool. It yeah, it definitely uh, followed the plot along in, a, in some really cool ways. Brought the momentum back from two. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. So it kind of uh, the the Katadi are um, invading Wakanda. And uh, they're which I don't know if anyone told them is a really fucking stupid thing to do, but yeah, yeah. That always it, goes well, doesn't it? And then yeah, uh, yeah there, so there's a like a force field, I guess, kind of like in the movie. Um, and uh, there's this great interaction with Shuri and the thing, where uh, they're they're saying Yabambe, and he's like, "What does that mean?" And he's like, "You don't speak Zosha," and uh, he's like, "No." He's like, what? Well, it means uh, hold fast or hold firm. And he's like, what do you think it means? And uh, the thing is like, you gotta ask. It's clavering time, and he just <laughs> smashes them. <laughs> it's so great. It's really good. Of course. And then, uh, so Planther is talking about um, that they're trying to get to the vibranium mound, and they're like, well, what do they have any use for for metal? And it's like, well, they don't want the metal. They want the soil that the metal has been resting in. Uh, that is, it's enriched the soil yeah, with so vibranium. It will yep. make the death blossom even more powerful and unstoppable. And even. one death blossom on the moon took out a whole fleet. So Armada, this yeah. one, they're saying it's not even going to take out the whole planet. It's going to take out the galaxy. Yep. It's insane. Big stakes. Big stakes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they flash to hold uh, the line. They flash to Captain Marvel, who um, last time to get rid of the Katati in issue uh, two, they stabbed her with Hulkling's sword because she can radiate energy, and the sword like dispersed, like all the energy dispersed um, is kind of like. Uh, antagonistic to the Katati. So mm-hmm. their plan is to stab her again, but then get a witch <laughs> to amplify the magic and like blow the Katati just out. And um they're like that I mean it almost killed her the first time. It would probably definitely kill her this time. <laughs> and Hulkling uh gets a call from Panther who's like, I need your sword. I have a plan. And he's like, oh, you and awesome? And he's like, okay, here you, you go. Awesome. And just, like, immediately uh, teleports so it to him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah just, sure. What was that for again? Yeah, so he just gives it to him. And they're like, well, what the hell? We needed the sword. And it's like, yeah, but your way was going to murder Captain Marvel. This yeah, way is all, way better. Yeah, I think all Black Panther had to say is, uh, answer, um, is your way going to cause uh, an Avenger to most likely die? He's like, no. All right, you go. Yeah. It's all yours. I don't give a shit what it is. And then, uh, so he's fighting with uh, Clerk and Captain Glory. Because uh, they're saying that he's weak and dumb, and um, then Talnath kind of rats out uh, Kurt or whatever, who the guy who the scroll who murdered Holig's mom, and they're like, why, why don't you tell him about the pyre? And he's like, oh, I have access to the files, and they're like, oh, you know, so the pyre is like this weapon that the scrolls have that is a like an astro nuke. And, yeah, it's um, basically just like a Death Star. And they they already used it on their like art planet. They have a planet that's like their uh, writers and philosophers that was like trying to mimic Earth. 
and the Katadi were like sending out a um like a scalp, I guess, kind of like a small... yeah, like a couple people had been killed by Katadi yeah, on that and they planet, just so they just it. nuked the whole fucking and they killed thing. billions of people. Jeez, man, they killed of themselves, their, like their own people. They like killed civilians, their Los like... Angeles. Yeah, but it was a planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not cool, man. Yeah, not cool. And then uh, Captain Glory is going after uh, Talnath, and um, he's like, I Talnath, who is like the his right hand Cree. Yeah, and he's like, I yeah. recognize you, or I recognize the uh, the fact that you're not Cree. You're you're definitely a scroll because I I know how to like identify that. And then she's like, you're right. And she turns into um, uh, Raquel, whatever, <laughs> who is a character that uh, I don't know if it's, she's uh, ever come it's, back it's alive. It's Terry's grandma. I don't know if she's ever come back alive because she was dead at one point, but she's the Empress Oh, I don't know either. Scrolls. I just know it's Terry's grandma. But yeah, but she's like a huge Empress. and um, Yeah, she's, like, she's trying to... Uh, Become absolute ruler of the galaxy. That's her plan. Yeah, using Teddy. Using yeah, and yeah, using Teddy. And uh, yeah. then there, and then he's like, "Well, he's a little too heroic for that." And she's like, "Yeah, we'll see what can be done." Like, okay, that's <laughs> not ominous well, at all. No, yeah. it's not like they have shape shifting powers and like can become anyone. And she's not gonna just become Teddy and kill him or anything. Yeah, that would never happen. No, that would never happen. Would never do never. that. Yeah, that would never happen. <laughs> oh, and, and Mantis shows up, and she's like, I'm here Yay. to save my son. And he's like, your son has, uh, has your kind son of the murdered Antichrist. a lot of can we, Yeah, can we not? Can you kill your son? And she's like, no, but I'm going to save him. But she thinks that he's being influenced by a swordsman, which she's not yeah. wrong. So she, she's trying to, she thinks that she can still save him. And, um, what? Doesn't look great I think that's, for that. I think that's just everything interesting that happened. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, I think it's good everything, it's actually. It was pretty good. good. <laughs> it is very Yeah, that was a one. heavy book that you just flew through. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it's probably the best big event I've read in a long time. I it's not... consistently stayed good, because I know a lot of Marvel events, that first issue is just like, fuck, this rules! And then you're like, halfway through and you're like oh discounting Hoxpox as an event yeah well I, i'm not uh, counting Hoxpox as an event that was just that's that's thing its I own really piece. enjoyed yeah so yeah. Right. yeah maybe i'll read this when it comes out in trade i don't know i don't do big events we're just gonna spoil it all for you in the meantime yeah it's fine i'll get your i'll get the He's digest get version the trade and put sand in it <laughs> Do you guys you guys are bumming me out you keep talking about the sand in my comics but i haven't been able to get to the beach i haven't been able to put sand in don't. my comics that's good that's unfortunate i also don't have Someone's any comics saved something. up for the beach because i talk about them on this stupid show all the time <laughs> i mean i've got sure i've got uh, turtles urban legends that i haven't read yet so hopefully there you go perfect hopefully there i'll get some time <laughs> off to kick back with that but you know <laughs> who knows anymore all right, which one we? Which one of these? Uh, well, while we're stories? on the X Men train, let's talk about X Factor. Let's plow okay. into it. Let's do it. There's yeah. a lot of X that factored into this book, and it's another <laughs> detective story. We've gotten a whole bunch yeah. of detective stories this week. I, I love the basis for the detective story. Was like, kind of the five gets barged in by someone dem- demanding a resurrection. They're like, hold the fuck on, like we. We have a we, did, we have sixteen million people in front of you demanding resurrection. Yeah, and that's um, North Star, right? 
and the, yeah. yeah yeah north so star it, it opens you. with That's north star it's north star it opens with <laughs> north star immediately um noticing the death of his sister yeah he's like yeah, she's dead right. fix her but then he's like having and they're coffee like, yeah. with his with his husband yeah. And like it's like he's dead. And it just bounces. She's dead. Yeah. yeah then I it, guess at that point, yeah. Then that's what he. And the goes. five are like, dude, you need number one, uh, get in line. Number two, you need evidence because there can't just be two people bouncing yeah. around. So there's like there's protocols here, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll get you your evidence, and that's like the impetus of. Yeah, but I, I like, like at first he's like, I I I know she's dead. I sensed it. They're like, well, yeah, you're gonna have to like do a little better than that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else? Anything? And, and, yeah. Else? Oh, wait, and then does she starts. He? <laughs> yeah, and then she starts like he starts like trying to track her down, and then Polaris is just at the bar that he ends up at. And she's like, "You're doing this all wrong. Like, you're a fucking idiot." <laughs> He's like, "I got an idea for you. How about we just go do be detectives?" Yeah, and we'll, we'll and... <laughs> scrounge up a team. Yeah, I love yeah. the, yeah, and the, I, next the, the who's available and who's like. Yeah, well I... then Dakin's like, "Oh, I'll come." It's like, "Who's available and fits the bill?" Like, so like yeah, we don't want him. So we don't want anybody. Who do, who do you all think my favorite member of this team is? Just iBoy. Absolutely. Uh, she guessed yeah. Everyone's favorite strong. is iBoy. Yeah. If it's if you say That's anything other true. than iBoy, you're fucking incorrect. <laughs> no, D- Dakin's pretty awesome. He's I, Dak- me up. This is the the most he's I've so liked Dakin in a comic possibly so ever. Good. Oh man, I, I love I, I love that Dakin is canonically bi. Yeah. Like that or canonically no, I'm sorry, canonically chaos bi. He's he's a what was yeah. the disaster by? Yeah, which is uh, hysterical. I fucking love that. That's the like where they, they talk about disaster by versus distinguished by. The fact yeah. that that's in an X Men book, it's yeah, fantastic, beautiful. dude. Fucking beautiful. I collected way too much of Dark Wolverine and didn't read like any of it. I, I kept telling myself someday I'll get I'll get into it and read it, and it just never happened. This is a good team. I'm, I, I like it a lot. I I love that the team um, is like so well suited for investigation work and yeah. It yeah it's not a around. team i would have thought of as making sense together but then you realize all of their powers work in conjunction specifically for investigating so who, yeah. like, who do we got um let's let's roll call so we got iboy of course <laughs> um north star polaris dakin prodigy prestige iboy i know prestige is part of the five right no Terrestrial. But the five's kind of behind. Rachel Summers. Yes. Oh, you're right. Prestige, I boy, and then that's. I think that's the whole team. And, and then, then the five the is Hope, Elixir, Proteus, uh, Gold Balls, and um, his name is Egg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't dead name Fabio. Egg. And Tempest. And Tempest. Yeah. So it's a pretty good team. I. I love how they find really good scenarios for each of their powers like you know rachel uses like her power to like sense what happened with objects in the yeah, past she like psionically like it's... like tracks the um her day like aurora's like, yeah like yeah. last day on earth and like follows her too and she also has and even psychometry uses... or whatever the thing is where yeah she can like yeah, read yeah. objects where they've been and exactly, she yeah. i also love that she has the baby warwolf yeah. amazing, amazing from... baby Amazing what? Baby, yeah. which is which came straight out of um, Excalibur, and I love yeah. that because yeah. they they use that for like he tracks her scent, and Dakin is like, "Hey guys, you know that I'm here, right?" And they're like, "Well, Amazing Baby's too. doing it just fine. Fuck you." <laughs> he's off flirting <laughs> with the with the hotel, yeah, they're in the hotel room, and he's he's using his pheromones to 
get you know to really woo him the the guy at the front desk completely but also interrogating him at the same time while yeah, also like great. yo like i love the one line the guy's like i don't know if i've ever seen someone with so many abs and birds he's like i know right i know right <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my headcanon casting for that the front desk guy was kenneth from 30 rock oh he's <laughs> perfect yeah that's great so i guess through investigating they kind of realized like where she ended up going they found like the car and they, they kind found of two tracked cars, it right? down yeah two cars and they, well, they found it a down shitload to a bridge. Of yeah. Yeah, they tra- i thought this was cool and this is where iboy comes in it's like they go and they track the car ran off a guardrail off a bridge and then they're like oh it's probably down there somewhere and rachel's like all right i can't sift through the past of the ocean like it's gonna take me a minute so iboy's like oh there's a car there 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 well he's, he's like what am <laughs> he, i looking for everything. and she's like car shaped things and he's like you're gonna need to be more specific and there's like because <laughs> dozens of cars because it's like a really precarious <laughs> turn on like the edge of a mountain so like mm-hmm. i love I-Boy yeah so and then much. they're like find then, find like this make a model with like these plates and he's like okay boop, here you go yeah then yeah. polaris actually pulls them all up out of the water yeah so you get a good glimpse and then eventually they find two people dead right yeah Yeah. and it turns out that she was lured to to her death by an anti-mutant extremist yeah but they don't know exactly why and and he died because he like didn't plan well north star grabs the body of it's his sister right yeah yeah and there's just rushes it back to the fight. Like, there's your fucking proof. Yeah, he just, then, he just drops he her just, corpse. He just goes. And then, like, everyone else is like, hey, um, you left. Uh, we figured out what happened. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> You didn't bother to pay attention and actually listen to what the fuck we figured out. And they brought yeah. the whole case up to, like, the council. And it was, it's, it was awesome because, like, they, yeah, they found cool. out someone cut their brakes. And they found that out because uh, Dak, uh, Dakin could smell a brake yeah. fluid when they pulled the, the car out. It's just like, it, I love X-Men teamwork when it's done well, and this was so well done. Yeah, the interconnectivity yeah. of their powers is, like, yeah. really, it's not just, like, a different, I it's feel like a lot of times either. it's, like, really lazy writing to just be, like, and then this problem was solved by this X-Men, and then the next story <laughs> arc, a different X-Men on the team does it, and it's, like, this one, it's, like, it, each one is an integral piece yeah, of a puzzle. You, you need to create a scenario where you need all that whole amalgamation of power sets together yeah, to exactly. solve the problem. And yeah. so the, the, the councils like kind of sat and saw their case and then was like, all right, I guess we need an investigative team. Uh, I guess. Especially because they asked the five and they're like, they're do probably, you? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. five are like, they're like, do you, do you guys agree that you need help? And the five are like, holy shit. Yes, this yeah. is perfect. Yeah, we need a like, way to figure out if this. people are dead, if they're actually, if they've like, they need a way to like suss out these requests and make sure they're legitimate because they have no way of doing that. And they figured out, I think they made a comment. It's like, we don't have no way to doing it, let alone in a fucking day. Like they just, she died and they figured it out almost immediately. <laughs> so like, it was very efficient. Yeah. Um, which was, uh, yeah, I loved it. They're like, yep, let's do this. They're like, oh, all right, cool. And then Ford sets them up with a bunch of tech to, to find new cases. And one of them was like, I, I some of this Krakoan tech is getting a little out there. Like if they're like, yeah. well, what if somebody wants to give an anonymous tip? He's like, well, then they could whisper it into these seeds and blow it into the wind. It's great then, though. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Plus it's also, why not? It's that's such a great final shot of all the seeds coming. It's like all these, yeah. all yeah. of these cases. All the, these are all cases. Yeah. Fuck. But that's like, <laughs> like that's immediately there's like hundreds of thousands of cases. But that's cool. like yeah. detective show pilot ending. Like, Boom! Like yeah. just computer, yeah. like Here's lights all the up. Cases you just have to work, rookie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a big giant stack of papers in an inbox. I liked how um, 
I like the Polaris is giving the whole presentation, and at the end, it's like, all right, you're gonna head the team. He's like, nope, no, I'm not. North Star's doing it. I don't want to do that. No. Nope. North Star's just like, fine. And then Magneto's like, yo, what's up with that? Like, Why'd you do that? He's like, he was so hoity-toity of like, well, you know, yeah, he you're was, my yeah. daughter, and blue, 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 and she's like, how about you let me find out who the fuck I'm gonna be? How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> she has a nice little moment with Krakoa and like builds their HQ. Yeah, she's got like a weird relationship going on with Krakoa. Yeah. They seem to be very friendly. I, I don't know their, their history. There's clearly a lot of history there that mm-hmm. I am not unaware of. Because she says something to just like, remember how we met? And Krakoa starts to like recoil. She's like, no, 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 go away. Don't, don't leave. I'm sorry. Don't hang up. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't <Yeah>. hang up. <laughs> and then Dakin shows up. He's like, yo, you know what that looks like? I'm going to call it the Boneyard. There's, there's also a lot of like, there's a lot of trauma with the whole team that is definitely going to yeah. get explored. And the team oh, is, totally. is super interesting, especially with Lorna and Rachel, because yeah. they're mm-hmm. two yeah. characters that really need healing. And and Rachel's sure. being a hound on this team, which is going to yeah. probably dig up a lot of past trauma. Yeah, that's a, there's a little bit of PTSD there, I believe, I would say. I mean, she's she's hunting people down, RJ. She's a hound. <laughs> and her Not hound is also like... doing that. Before. I mean, she's not hunting people down to kill them, but she's like using that power set in that way, and that's probably going to dig up. Some it's a past little trauma. traumatic, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. no, I, I this this issue was awesome. I uh, I kind of a... knew it would be. It's also, I mean, like it's very obvious, but I'm gonna say it again: super gay, and I love it. <laughs> I love how gay this team is. It's like they put together the perfect team of mutants that also happens to be the queerest like it's like all these like like it's not that they force them together because they're all the gays but like it happened anyway yeah you know what i mean like like, it's just one of those stories too like it's a complete non like it's not anything like you know what i mean it's not a big deal it's just completely yeah we're just like obviously yeah yeah. he's by i'm by who gives a shit like move move along yeah like the more weird part is this flowers that you whisper into to report cases (laughs) to x factor like that I, yeah. I spent way more time on that than anything else. Like, yeah, it, I feel, it's so I feel seamless like, and natural. I feel like five or ten years ago, if there had been an all-gay X-Men team, it would have been like, we're the, the gay one, and we're going to fix all the gay problems, and it's going to be, right. you know, and it's like, it just happens to be all the queer characters. You know, like, I remember when there was the X-Men team was like, all the ladies, because it's the lady one. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool, I liked it, but also, like... That was a good run. No. I mean, it was a great run, but it's also just the people, it's you know, by, like, yeah, it's sure. like, Predator. you it's know, like, yeah, it's not, not trying to pander to a specific, like, yeah. set, you know what I mean? But it also, it does at the same time, because I fucking love it. It's a great <laughs> issue one. I, you got so much, it was nice, nice. RJ, what face one. are you making? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, <laughs> written by a sexual predator. Let's not talk about that run. Oh, oh, I forgot that was written by Brian Wood. I was talking about this one. Whoops. I was talking I... about this is being super good. Um. All right, well, never mind. Well, that's Fuck a that minefield book. now that we have to try to kind yes, of navigate our way like, through. Not <laughs> but I, I it, thought that one was written by Brindis, so I, I had that was no. just on me for completely forgetting that that was a Brian Woods um, plot. No, it's fine. Yeah. Just... <laughs> but it's a, it's a great X Men team, but more importantly, it's a fantastic creative team on this book. Leah Williams. It is. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and we talked about almost every single issue of um, their run on Gwenpool. Yeah. Gwenpool Strikes Back. They're so it's a nice great to see the team. team together again. Yeah, yeah for sure. And it, yeah. it's, really it's cool, cool to see David Baldian doing like um, a story like this that's not kind of overly cartoony like Gwenpool was. 
So yeah, I, I can't wait to see flex, some um, some more of his skills kind of spill out on these pages. Yeah, he got a, totally. he got to flex a cool way to show all of their powers, especially ones like Rachel and Prodigy, which are not necessarily like things that you could see easily, but he showed. He did a really the, good the job. Art did a really good job of showing what was happening. Do more. And, yeah, yeah, and, and Prodigy was super. We didn't even yeah. talk about him with the rundown, Dude, but yeah. he was super crucial. He fucking crushed yeah. it. Yeah, he's he's like the backbone of how they're gonna organize data, get requests. Yeah, yeah. Like all the technical stuff that allows them to like get cases and really track. He's like, the Sean like, of their. Yeah. Wow. Well, I like how Northstar is like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna he's the Adam of their team because he's editing everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at one point, I'm North the Star's forge like, of this team. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Talk you're to the people. Forge. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna figure out where she is. He's like, yeah, I looked on Twitter. Uh, she was here. I know. <laughs> I found the receipt. Like it, two seconds, yeah. figured out yeah. where she was at. <laughs> and I, I liked Ivoy's power set too. Like how that was shown. Yeah. Was exactly. Cool. Yeah, I think it's really the art really helps show that when you're not quite sure what their powers actually are. I like the the point where he was putting googly eyes on his shoes. Yeah. He's oh my god! <laughs> or he was like looking the at the team members and it was like all the different emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. it's so that's X Factor. We've been waiting forever for this book. It was worth the wait. Go get it. Yes, it was. So pulp. Here it is. We promised pulp. it. So much pulp. Guys, have you seen a book that's like more up my alley in than your life one? than this yeah, one? Yeah, there's no witches in this book. <laughs> wait, Grant I'm Morrison about... wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Maybe not. I read it as uh just murdering a shitload of nazis and it was beautiful yeah um, like that was like the smallest part of this book no it wasn't it's the heist it's the whole okay so basically no it's the, the smallest of part of this book does anybody else have a signature uh sticker on the yeah. inside of their book yeah i do yeah i think we, that yeah was they like were a... they were all we got the signed book plates at the shop the, for the first uh 20 people that bought a copy got signed book plates i did not yeah, know that cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Wish I knew that before I read this at the damn beach. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my but, favorite um... joke. It's it's funny. Um, last week I I lent um RJ my copy of uh. I, I always struggle now because we made we've made so many jokes about oh the title of this God, book. Yeah, is this guy for real? Uh, the Andy... what's to do with that guy? <laughs> Box Brown's Andy Kaufman book, and I handed it to him. I was like, just be careful with that one. That's a side copy, and he's like, what? <laughs> the fuck do you mean be careful with your copy of anything totally totally didn't mess it up <laughs> no you didn't you took very good care of it i didn't give At it least. back yet did you give it back <laughs> no i thought you gave, still got time you, gave it back. you still got it's still, i still got it's time still to beach. mess it up <laughs> uh, anywho. So anyway i thought anywho. about that book so, so this opens what? up with a uh so basically, um, the plot of this book is uh, an old writer. He, yeah, he well, he was a cowboy in the late 1800s. He was who, a straight who, up fucking boss. Yeah, he he 1800s. did the big, you know, he he was did the whole Robin Hood thing and robbed from the rich and gave to the poor and like escaped to did Mexico. Um, yes, and then no, he was a straight up bad dude. He just robbed people. Well, he robbed he people. He was not that, a good dude. He says he robbed people that deserved it, though. Right. That's that, what the stories say, which are based on later. what him and his brother did. But him and his brother are just straight up. They were just killed people. They robbed people. They were just straight up bad dudes. <laughs> but then they escaped the law to Mex. They escaped the law to Mexico. Yeah. But then but, like, uh, it gets interspliced with some of the stories that have fiction in it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then, uh, but then it flashes forward, and he's a, he's an older man. He's like in his seventies, and he's living in New York City in the forties. He's thirty nine. Thirty nine. Well, just so you know. early World War Two. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's he's right. selling all of his old stories about being a cowboy to the pulp, uh, you know, like publications. Yeah. What a, what a career change. But he's writing westerns. <laughs> like he's writing, yeah. writing westerns based on his life. He's kind yeah. of like what Jack Kirby did with war comics, but with exactly. westerns. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and similar to Jack Kirby, he's barely making any money doing it. Well, he was, yeah, and then now they're downsizing, and he's pretty much fucking destitute, or they're pretty broke at this point. Yeah, they gave him like 120 yeah. bucks for his newest story, yeah. and then they, and then he finds out that like they own all the property to like it's it's like red river kid i think is the name yeah. to his character to his character they own the yeah. character so they started hiring out interns to write their own stories it's like the for dude's it, nephew so like, yeah and then he yep. and then he's like on the train and he stops a robbery and he gets his hundred bucks stolen yep and yeah, he has a he heart, heart attack, attack. Yeah. yeah yeah he has a heart attack trying to beat up some kids beat up some nazis uh, yes yeah every character is not I mean, in 1939. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. kind of either were or you weren't back then. I mean, you yep. kind of are, I mean, you are right now. now. Yeah, still same, still same. Yep. yep. And I, th- I think, I think that's a really fascinating thing about this book is that, like, I think we tend to look back on history of like the Nazis were in Germany, but we tend to forget that they did march in Madison Square Garden. And there were people were... who like cheered when Hitler was on the screen in movies. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that happens in this where they go to the movies and he still can't escape it because there's Nazis cheering Hitler in the like newsreels. And then yep. yeah, they talk about like the Madison Square Gardens like a uh, Nazi rally, you know, and that's like the whole he decides well, first he decides, like, he's like, I have to do something for my wife, you know, to make sure that she's taken <laughs> care of. So he decides to rob a, uh, like, just like a, uh, what's it called? It's just an armored Regular truck. Just armored, an armored truck, truck. yeah. He's it's, gonna, like, yeah. it's just a fucking town car because it's the 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, someone stops him right as he's about to do it in broad fucking daylight. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Is, what's your deal? Like, what's your problem? He's like, do I know you? He's like, yeah, but I know you. And it was one of the Pinkerton men that was on his trail back when he was a cowboy. I, and I, I love how he tracked him down, how he just like got wind of these stories that had a, a lot of kernels of truth in them. So he's like, yep. so I just, you know, found out who you were from your publisher. Who just gave him who his just address. Gave him without... up cause the yeah. publisher's a fucking dick. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just continues to be the worst. Yep. But He's yeah, a like, real then, Jonah Jameson, this guy. Yep. And then, and then the writer is like, what are you going to do, bring me in? He's like, no, I've got a job for you. And then he hires them on for his own heist, Yeah, which is fucking great. It's supposed to just be a robbery of some cash from Nazis. Nazis. Yeah, so it's supposed to be the, the Nazis have um, every like Monday or something, every Wednesday, something. They have like a big shipment of cash that's supposed to go over to Germany because there's people donating to the war effort. Um, but our, our hero has been had, and it was not a boxes full of Well, he thought cash. it was just going to be a quick snatch and grab, no, go in, go out. Because, again, this is a 70-ish-year-old man who has just had a heart attack like four days ago. Yeah. And about to run, do this heist, and it immediately starts going awry, and he, they're going to get a little firefight. It's obviously the still Nazis, and they're like, where's the cash? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, there's where's the money? It's like, there's here. not money here. And then the guy who hired him um, was like, uh, we're here for something else. He's like, are you 
All right, fine. Let's 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 go. Let's get the hell out of here before we get shot. <laughs> so he ends up getting what he wanted, and they run. It's like a ledger. They they escape, and he has another heart attack while he's driving away. Um, and he wakes up in the hospital, and you find out that it's a ledger for over all who all these people donated to the Nazi Party in America. And basically, this is kind of the speech, and it's couldn't you could just be saying this about what's happening today. It's just pretty much like these people are fucking animals. They're prosecuting my people like for they, they these people need to be stopped and the people helping them need to be stopped. They need yeah. to be exposed and dragged through the streets basically. Yeah. And and, and similarly to the to today it's like Yeah. He's the the the, the writer is like, "Dude, like that's not going to change anything. Like just because yeah. you expose them, they're proud to be supporting Nazis. Like what what is exposing them going to do? So there's this like kind of intellectual back and forth of like, mm-hmm. you know, they need to be stopped, but how, you know? And that's, exactly. yeah, it's a problem we still face today, you know? But my man comes through because the whole point reason the main character is doing this, he's trying to, he's remarried. Uh, there's clearly some super tragic stuff. I think he lost his wife and kid to the to- flu. The, the Spanish fl- flu. The Spanish flu, which I want to point out that this book was written. Come it was supposed on. to come out back in like April or May. Mm-hmm. This book was written like last winter at the so latest. Why does this keep happening? Why do we keep having this conversation? It's pretty profound. It's, it's fucking It's almost crazy. like history repeats itself. It's almost like, it's almost like. <laughs> Spanish flu uh, yeah, and then like. So basically he just not wants to Right, yeah. Was it the saying I heard recently, history shit. doesn't repeat itself, but it, it rhymes? nice that's pretty good shit yeah um so the right after he has his first heart again there's a lot of just like him just figuring out like what the hell am i gonna do like now he's worried that he's not gonna he's gonna leave his wife worrying about paycheck when he dies basically he doesn't necessarily care about himself he's like i don't want i want her to make sure that like you know she's good and the the so that's what the whole reason he did the heist and the this guy who tricked him gives him a deed to a house in Queens and a bank account with eight thousand dollars in it as like a payment. It's like at least you know now you can have that. Yeah, it's nice not it's not quite a wife. box full of money, but it, you'll be comfortable or she'll be comfortable. And he's like, okay, that's and because yeah. he keeps having heart attacks, he just immediately signs everything over to his wife. And so in case something happens to him, it's yeah, all he, in her name. He starts feeling more free when he's like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, and he starts to relax. And they move. They get their nice. They 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 get their American dream. As I guess that was the idea. They get their nice little house. They're relaxing. The you know. end. Yeah, if you just stop reading there, it's like a Adam. really happy ending. <laughs> it's a really happy story. Adam's and like, then, okay, I'm happy. All right, I'm, I'm gonna done. close this book. Throw now. it out That's the enough. window. Throw the book out. The That's window. enough. And as Casey, as Casey alluded to, my man's reading the paper. He sees. That there was a Nazi-linked banker that resigned in disgrace, and he's like, you know what, good, good work, Jeremiah. Like, yeah, you did it. You fucking did it. Yeah. And then he goes to visit him, and realize, and he has been killed. Yeah, he sees his he, corpse being taken out of the building because he stuck up for a woman who was getting beat up by her boyfriend or husband. No, who it was is, her, is her brother. It was her brother? Sorry. Yeah, her and, brother um, was one of the Nazis that, like, that's that, that's who he tracked to find was, where yes. the ledger was being kept or whatever. Uh, but it was his neighbor, so he's just having to watch this abuse. And like he just he's just beating the anymore. shit out of his sister, and he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't watch, so he just confronted the guy, and they threw him down some stairs. And instantly, my man was like, 
I'm gonna go kill that fucker. Yeah. What's that Never dude's name? Never thought twice about it. Just yeah. fu- uh, what's that dude's name? Where does he fu- hang out? I'm gonna go kill him. Yep. And then he pretty much walks into a Nazi bar. He's like, "Yo, are you him?" Yeah. Why? Bam. Shoots him in <laughs> the face. Blows his fucking takes head his whole off. face off. <laughs> And it was You've so satisfying. <laughs> You've been and he, killed, and he killed as many Nazis on the way out as he possibly could. Yeah, and then obviously, yeah, then yeah, and then you don't you don't walk out of that situation alive, so right. he dies. But and he knew it. Yeah, he knew it. He he, but he couldn't help himself. He ultimately went out as the good guy. But now yep. there's a crime scene inside of a very Nazi forward bar in New York City, and uh, there's a lot of things that need to be explained. <laughs> and that's someone else's job that's a different that's the yeah. sequel to Paul. I, I i always kind of like those going out in a blaze of glory type of stories where oh, it's like great where it's it's setting up a situation where like all right now someone's gonna have to explain why all this yeah, exists someone has some explaining <laughs> right. to do yeah. with their nazi fucking bar like uh casey we had this conversation after i saw mandy of like yeah could you imagine being the cop who walks in right after that movie ends and goes like okay what happened here? <laughs> I have a loose tiger and a mountain of LSD. Uh, and this guy with the blade erection did a whole lot of cocaine. We'll get back to that. That cop is just going to do some cocaine and leave. So there was a chainsaw fight? I, I don't know. This, this sword looks like, or this axe looks like the Celtic Frost logo. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of paperwork. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, and, and as always with, with uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, the story is only half told by what we just explained. So go out and get a copy. Yeah. Hopefully you can still get a copy that is signed because mo- if you order, if your store ordered this early enough, they got the book plates too. Um, we just have Brubaker's hand in the back and we've just been, we've just, <laughs> we attached it to a Dude. crane. <laughs> <laughs> Adams mentioned it before. Like, there's certain creative teams you'll buy it. This is a creative team. Does it? I will buy it every yeah. single time. Yeah, oh, and sure. evidently they, they announced that they have seven more original Done. graphic novels coming out in 2021. Fucking Give them to me. seven, dude. Give it to me. They have had really a care. busy quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and if you like this at all, or to cr- criminal, just start at the beginning. You will. You don't even have to start at the beginning. You can start at any point in criminal. That's the beauty of criminal. You can, yeah. but just start. There's so many. There's so much good shit. Just yep. buy it. Yep. It's amazing. Buy it. <laughs> Get, go to your local comic shop and give them all your money. Yeah, yeah pretty, that's what I'm. Advocating. I mean, that's the, that's the, the moral of this show. Don't go anyway. by really, honestly. Yeah. Sandwiches. And <laughs> oh, I'd kill or be killed too. I forgot about that. Oh my god, that's <laughs> such a good series too. Yeah. Kill or be Our, killed. Fatal. Fade out. Any incognito. Of them. They have one. It's like about like incognito vampires. is really good. I don't so, think that's in print anymore. You. You gotta good dig for that, that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. So good though. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Anyway, I'll gush all day. So mm-hmm. uh what's coming out this week? Who's got the list? Sex criminals. Strange Adventures number Sex four. Sex criminals the last issue of Sex Criminals. Uh the description says the last issue except for the one issue that comes next. God damn it! <laughs> right in the description. God so I don't, damn it. I don't know if it's all right, the end well. of it or yet. But. Um, the Alien original screenplay is coming out in comic form, so that might be cool. Dope. Ant-Man is coming back into print because it was originally Marvel's going to try and turn it into a digital series, and then they realized that pissed everyone off, so now it's back in print. Um, so we can Empire have finally read Ant-Man from number four. 
giant size mm-hmm. giant size x-men phantom x number one yeah so we got a phantom x, yeah, phantom x i want to know what's happening with the world i need to know i need to know another empire a bunch of empire tie-ins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh what else we got dr strange far sector black cat ice cream man oh dope uh Batman the Adventure continues. That Ice Cream Man issue is actually really cool because, number one, it's a children's book. Awesome. Um, but number two, the the variant cover was supposed to be Cameron Stewart, and it was already, like, in print. Like, they were, like, about to send it to the printer, or I, it might have even started to be printed. And um, the creative team um, was just like, nope, fuck that. The second all the stuff <laughs> happened with um, Cameron Stewart, and uh, That's cool. I'm blanking on his name, the artist of... Ice Cream Man, oh my god. I, got I can't remember his Martin name. Martin Marazzo. There you go, thank you. Um, he, he drew up a um, Dr. Seuss-inspired variant to replace it. So, like, good dudes. Yeah. Sol- solid dudes, Ice Cream Man. But um, somewhere out there, there's copies of that book, and they're going to be worth money mm-hmm. for speculators. Gross. Hopefully it never made it to the printer. Uh, let's see. Fire Hopefully they just two? E.T. the video game that shit. Yep, just put it in a fucking landfill. Oh, dude, this is a great... Oh, obviously, Finger Guns with... number four. I mean, we talked oh, about yeah. it at the top Finger of the Guns show. Oh, yeah, Finger Guns number four. Yep. Um, but, dude, Money Shot, Coffin Bound, Usagi Ujimbo, King of Nowhere. Really? Another Damn. Usagi Ujimbo already? Or is that yeah. Usagi Ujimbo Color Classics? It says 11. Oh, shit. Wow. There you go. So maybe... Quick succession. Stan Sakai, uh... he's not fucking around, that guy. Yep. <laughs> maybe it's a color one, but it just says 11. Either way... Did um... you already say Firepower? Yeah, okay. Fire Party one and two. Goddamn Virgin Brides! Like, there's a lot of Image Vault books that we read. I'm excited. This is a lot yeah, of a, again another week of really predictable top picks, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, Finger Guns, duh. Yeah, I'm gonna say Finger Can't... Guns and Phantom X, calling it. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Casey's got this Phantom new X. hobby of trying to guess what our our picks are. I'm really good. And at she's it, been though. right she's a lot, but she's picked something not cheating. predictable. Like, I'm not just going to go read a bunch of books I've never read before to mess with her. (laughs) But you keep taking, like, um, variants of these pictures. Just in case. There's there's one or two wild cards every once in a while. Or we talk about three books that happened with you today. Yeah, that's true. So that was that was my. You already had it. Your, your, uh, Your phone's camera roll must just be nothing but pictures of comic books and then comic book screen grabs also yeah. cats and cats, <laughs> and cats yeah. and lucy and lucy yeah that's, that's my life. pick of the week because <laughs> my 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 phone's camera roll is just madness it's a a lot of me accidentally taking pictures of my morning alarm <laughs> but a lot a whole whole lot of comic book uh screenshots anymore that's amazing and and just screenshots of twitter <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so that's uh, that's this week's comics, guys. We did it. We got through an episode. Holy crap! We, we did it all the way. It's through. It's like midnight right now. Jesus, yeah, it is. What a sandwich and to go to bed. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I need to do those things also. <laughs> anyway, so uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at last last week's comics. As I'm saying this, we are 95 followers on Twitter. If we can get to 100 followers on Twitter yeah! by next week. Tell your friends. Dude, if we do 100, I'm going to figure something out. We'll, we'll talk do, about more comics. Like, yeah. I'm going to do like a raffle or something, and we can maybe do a giveaway. Oh, that'd be for, great. That would be fun. Yeah, I'm going to think I'm gonna think of something. But like, you Mermaid know, but I, I definitely want to do that. Don't hog it all. Tell your friends about this show. There's no reason yeah. to keep us a secret. 
Yeah, when there's a, when we get to 100, though, I want to maybe do a little something to try to give some something away. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll send you a folder of all of our nudes. How's that sound? Whoa! <laughs> I'm fucking in, dude. If it's 100,000, maybe. Not 100. God damn. Hey, man, you got to get buzzed somewhere. <laughs> so, I hate yeah. myself, but I have some self-worth. Uh, we're not gonna send you our nudes. So we're just kidding. Um, you can send us your nudes. Don't do that either. What um, is that? Please don't do that. Please yeah, don't. Please, God, do that. Please, God, don't do that. But if you like us and you want more, uh, consider subscribing to our Patreon at DuelingGenre.com/support. Uh, there's a bunch of cool stuff out there from Dueling Genre. Um, I've got some uh some weekly stuff coming out for your earballs uh, that I'm doing over at, at Turtles Minute. So go check that stuff out. Uh, yeah so um support your local comic shop any way you can uh, if, you, if you can buy stuff online buy stuff online uh if they're open go visit them and wear a mask so over your nose wear the mask over your nose that is around our, our your weekly, ear across your entire face or weekly psa to put your nose in your goddamn mask every member of your family and if your family member doesn't have a mask leave them at home or Perhaps. you know tie them up outside you know, whatever. Anything, you shake the really? mask yeah. tree and get a mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get masks now. They're back. Uh, you can buy some. You can make your own. Get a get a, can do, you get a mask and wear it to the comic shop. <laughs> and buy your pants. So yeah, well, uh, so get out there and buy some comics and wear a mask and all that jazz. Um, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, we will see you next week. This is Sales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.